Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Oh, man. Recorded live. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Divine Mind Group Community Call in the Orion Mind School of the Prophets. I'm Jim Davis, your moderator. Today is Sunday, the 5th of July, 2015. Tonight's speaker is Gary Ray, which is also known as the White Wolf. And, brother, whenever you're ready, you can take it away. Well, I'm just, you know, man, I've been busting my tail studying and prepping, you know, getting everything ready. And um, I'm going to order that uh, honey extractor in the morning. And... uh, I'm getting stuff set up to build a 16 by 24 um, on pads and piers. Um, I'll put um, a 4 by 6 timbers treated uh, on um, every 4 foot and then crisscross or cross over with my my, um, joists being... um, uh, probably two by eights on 16. I think that would uh, then with a one and a half tongue and groove, that should give me at least a 600 pound per square foot floor deflection. <coughs> and uh, <coughs> put two um, outrigger sheds or lean twos on it, you know, so that I extend it to uh, the north and the south. And then I'm going to tear this garage thing down that my grandfather then built back in 56. And uh, they can get me a jackhammer and come in there and uh, knock out the concrete they put down for the old pad and uh, put down my new uh, uh, four-gauge concrete uh, mesh fabric and then uh, come over and... uh, probably put some sand in there, you know, to give it a dead base at the bottom and then pour a pad for where the old uh, garage now sits and then take all the wood that I get off of that and turn it into hives and stuff. Um, See, let me tell you, Louisiana passed a law um, um, a year or so back, and uh, they raised so much hell they had to take it out and rescind it. But it was so bad that, let's say, if you went to a flea market and they had a guy had an old used lawnmower over there and you paid cash, it became a felony. And uh, so there was going to be no private transactions of cash at all. Well, Texas tried doing that, and uh, that flew like a lead balloon, you know. But uh, I'm just telling you, these people, um, they're going to try to devalue your dollar. And you were right. You said in October, uh, Lazard and them already said they're going to have the new uh, currency. But I'm like you. They'll tell you it'll be October, but they'll usually drop a hammer on it in September. And you got to remember the Papal Sea uh, is going to be over here uh, 
the 22nd through the 28th, and see, that's right at the Feast of Tabernacles, and uh, remember, uh, you're in a you're in a, a Sabbath year now, and then uh, in September, the Feast of Tabernacles, they're going to start the new time frame, and it's going to be called a Jubilee year, and the Pope's already acknowledged that. Um, but see, the true Jubilee, all deaths, kings, they, they lose their claim of their lands and shit like that. You know, it goes back to the people. And uh, see, that's what got uh, um, Ahab and Jezebel's butt in the jam was when they started taxing and trying to take Naboth's vineyard. Um, see, these people don't understand that there is a true law. And uh, that's why you get a license, is so you can break the true law. Um, uh, you're getting people right now, if, if they go back and claim true law, um, and uh, just start marrying like they did under scriptural connotations because, see, you're dealing with a contract there. The Old Testament is the prior existing contract, and the New Testament is the secondary. The secondary does not have the authority or the power to set aside or limit the Old Testament, uh, which is the original contract. And uh, that's why the Messiah, in the analogies, made the statement, Think not, I am come to destroy or do away with the law, but to fulfill it. And they say, oh, well, that means it's done away with. No, it doesn't. Look, that word fulfilled up right there in that verse, and it means to bring it into perfect, complete operation. These people don't know what the hell they're reading. When you come out of Babylon, you're going to have to come out of there. Uh, we're living in the land of bonds or bondage right now. That's what bonds are. They're bondage. We traded on the New York and the World Stock Exchange. <clears throat> well, if you don't have that damn license and uh, you stop getting their social security system because socialism, that's what that, what that is. Um, and uh, you go back to uh, true law. See, that's why under uh, Islamic law with Sharia, uh, they can't tax those people. They can't come against them because they don't charge usury and interest. They do add it into their price when they get it, but they don't put usury and interest because the penalty is loss of life, loss of property. Those people are not stupid. I'm just telling you, it may be some dumbass Americans over here but them people are not really stupid. And, uh, uh, <laughs> I mean, somebody better wake the hell up. That's all I can say for you. Well, it got quiet. Yeah. Brother, you're right on the money on a lot of those things. I'm telling you. It would do people good to listen real close to what you're saying. <laughs> well, uh, I mean, it's, you know, see, this is the whole deal. Um, I've been talking about and talking to people that, uh, I mean, they're understanding the mechanism for uh, gaining their energy, reversing their health. Um, and uh, see, like uh, there for a while, man, I mean, I was so weak, I couldn't do anything. And uh, here I'm starting to prepare and get everything ready to build that building. And 
and put those hives together. I mean, uh, I've got to come up on the line. And uh, so uh, there's no holding back. You know, what you put in your mind, you can do. You just have to see it, think it, believe it, and continually say it and hang on to it and uh, and doubt not. Uh, see, uh, to doubt uh, in your mind is to allow your mind to think in limitation contrary to your good. And uh, see, this, this is the whole deal. That's why a lot of this stuff... Uh, um, uh, it just blows people away. Hello, Amber. Um, and uh, so, um, I mean, a lot of things are, you know, on the line right now. Um, and, you know, I mean, uh, I had that friend that come and helped us uh, with the bees, and I kept trying to tell him, you know, I mean, hell, I worked bees 40 years ago, but God, I, I mean, that was when we were in San Antonio and stuff like that. And... Um, I mean, uh, I uh, I broke into a wall at Jiffy Mart there on Southwest Military one time, and robber bees happened to come, and it started to rain when we done that. And God have mercy, uh, they literally knocked a hole in my screen on my head headgear, and uh, uh, hell, I got hit over. I had over eighty something stings. I mean, shit, my upper lip looked like I was a damn uh, chimpanzee, man. I was a monkey full blown, you know. But um, um, it's a wonder it didn't kill me. But uh, anyway, I kept trying to warn him, you know, he wasn't using smoke and he didn't have his gear on and he kept going into that box. And I told him, I said, you're aggravating them bees. Don't you hear them? And, oh, I know what I'm doing. I got three, four years experience. Well, bless his heart. I mean, and I like him, but it's just... I knew when he come back that night and took that lid off and moved it and bumped that box, I knew they kept hollering, uh, Gee, are you going to go out there? I said, hell no, I ain't going out there. And I said, the best thing you can do is stay the hell away, too. He got hit at least 20, 22 times, and one of them hit him right over his heart. And uh, that, that boy, I'm telling you, uh, he stayed in the bed for a week. And uh, he just took off, I think, last Wednesday or something and went to Louisiana Camp meeting and come back. And I was supposed to meet him yesterday, but, man, we had thunderstorms come through here. I mean, it was lightning and popping like nobody's business and uh, strong winds and rains. And I'd pray and make it split and go around us, but everybody else was catching hell. And... Uh, it just bypasses. We pray about it, command it to go, and boom, it disappears. But see, people do not believe in what's in their own scriptures. They don't understand that they have this authority, and uh, they won't use it. Uh, and uh, so, uh, anyhow, um, I called and left him a message because uh, uh, today was kind of halfway clear. We had some this morning, but. Then it cleared out, and uh, I was kind of hoping we could get the extra boxes because he decided he'd get out of the bee business. And uh, so later on, about one or two, he called me back and let me know. He said, Gary, he said, I want you all to pray for me. He said, because, uh, man, he said, my heart's fluttering. He said, I can't half walk. I'm dizzy. I'm this. I'm that. And uh, so I told him we would. And then tomorrow when I go over there, um, I'll run energy direct on him and, you know, straighten him out. But, uh, see, this is the thing. Uh, 
I mean, people will argue about their Christian belief, and they don't have the full deck of cards, so to speak. But damn, they believe that. And um, you can't change that. You have to allow them to get to a place that they can see that there's a stop sign, and they got to change the program. And um, then when they do, you can help them out, you know, if they ask. But uh, otherwise, you just have to kind of uh, let the ball gang, you know, run. That's the day of their visitation. And if they don't see something or change something, then judgment's going to come. And, man, judgment can be a dangerous situation. And um, But, see, people, they don't like hearing that. But uh, we're the God, so to speak, because we've been given that authority, and we literally create everything that operates in our world. Every good thing or every evil calamitous thing comes out of the abundance of the heart, and the mouth speaketh it. And, uh, oh, no, the devil did it. Well, we're the devil if we're speaking the wrong thing. Oh, man, there's Satan out there. Yeah, you are the adversary. You're the adversary to your own damn self. There's only one power. When will you ever get that through your head? And uh, it's just how you perceive it, accept it, and utilize it. Someone said, well, I seen the devil. Yeah, I'm sure you did. Probably if you shave, you probably shave his face every morning. Um, or you comb your hair, you know, depending on if uh, how she looks or she puts her makeup on. Uh, we are our own Satan, our own devil. And we can even aggravate other people through our conversation and our thoughts and have others that will come against us. And they'll say, man, I'm telling you, that devil, that person's a devil. The only reason they're a damn devil is because you and I thought that shit and allowed it. We made it happen. But uh, see, this is the thing. And so all these calamities are coming now to wake our people up because uh, it says 10% is going to wake up. The rest of them are going to get wiped out. And I'll be honest with you, that's all it took to uh, turn the revolution around in this country was 10%. And uh, that was after it got to uh, um, remote influencing, remote uh, dream, remote viewing, dream manipulation, fake dreams, uh, meaningless dreams. But you see, you can program that. Conscious Dreaming Project taught us how to alter the dreams and get the dreams to find answers in the deep sub and superconscious mind. See, when the Lady Wisdom was walking the streets trying to find a place with the sons of men, um, the sons of men could not understand. (laughs) And so when she couldn't find a place... It said she returned to heaven. Well, where in the hell is heaven? Kingdom of heaven's inside. So she had to return to this hidden dark realm. Now you have to understand it so that you can utilize it. Uh, She'll give you every good thing. But if you give her the wrong program, uh, she's going to give you an ass whipping to wake you up. And if you keep going, she'll she'll pour it to you until you destroy yourself. And it says they remove themselves from off of the land. Who did it? They did it. And then uh, it says, perchance they would deliver themselves from the snare of the devil. Who's going to deliver you? You are. I mean, come on, man. That's pretty damn plain. <clears throat> ah, excuse me. Yeah, they also and, uh, got to understand, uh, yeah, 
you know, how you sent the thing about age and stuff like that from Donahue, you know, we got to watch what we say about that because people, when they talk, they always ask, how old are you or what's yeah, your age? That's, that's correct, Jim. That really is correct. So they're identifying. That's why in Taoism, a Taoist priest, uh, he'll never tell you his age. And so the master of Wuxian Monastery uh, was uh, the teacher of... Uh, um, Oh, hell, he was teaching Wu style, and um, he uh, was trained by even Yang Chen Fu. He uh, fought in a boxer rebellion, killed over 400 men, um, and uh, he uh, uh, took, and uh, man, he done all kinds of great things. He was the uh, the personal bodyguard for Zhou Enlai when he was, uh, uh, you know, in power in China, and um, hell, in 1990, he looked like he was 30 or 35 years of age. And he would teach Wu-style Tai Chi Chen long form um, down at uh, the parks there in San Francisco. And uh, the master of Wu-shan was still alive. And at that time, he was over 140 years of age. He had just stepped down from being the master over the temple or the monastery. But he was still very, very much. Um, you know, in shape. Now, um, when they were not fighting and uh, not, uh, or when they were not fighting or not, uh, you know, using the sexual liaison uh, and the semen retention and things of that nature, they would be vegetarian. But if they had to do heavy work, fight, etc., they would switch over to a semi-meat diet, much like Master uh, uh, Yan did. Uh, with the Bagua Chang. He was like 250, I think it was 258. I got a picture of him. He died um, six hours before Chiang Kai-shek could meet him. And see, uh, I mean, you start talking this, the government ain't going to tell you this. I mean, uh, they'll find somebody that's 105, 106, maybe up to 110 or 12. Friend, let me tell you something. There are Bejeos in South America. And there were Hunzas before the, the damn medical industry got in there and got screwing with them. And some of them people were 200-and-something years of age. And at 130, they had no gray hair. They were still uh, uh, marrying and uh, having children, you know, like young people. And uh, uh, there was no 35-year-old man or woman in our country that could even hold a light to them at 130, 140 years of age. But you see, they covered all that up. It's just like they keep rewriting your history. But it tells us as a man or woman thinketh in their heart, which is our middle subconscious mind, if you keep saying, well, I'm 50 years old or 60 years old, look up the word old. It means decay and dying. Now, I understand, Jim. I, I realize exactly what, what you're saying. And um, see, this this is the whole deal. But, uh, see, the days of my people shall be as the days of a tree. Well, how old is the Banyan tree? We know one of them is 4,500 years of, uh, of age. We know that there is another one they found in Russia that's over 15,000 years of age. Look, a tree is a tree is a tree, and yet your spine is considered a tree, a tree of life. If you understand what you're doing with the Kabbalah, uh, Kabbalah. So Ka is the high self, the Ba is the sub and lower, and uh, Allah is the feminine aspect, and it's really Alut, Alat, 
and they finally come out with that and reveal that. And uh, but see, the clerics in Islam don't want that. Just like ISIS is feminine, and Lam is the phallus. So Islam means the phallus of ISIS. And uh, so I mean, you know, you, you just have to stop and think about what it is you're reading, and you have to listen because the clerics and stuff—they're not going to tell you this knowledge. Uh, it was sacred, secret knowledge, and they intend to keep it that way because that's their power. Yep. Because as we think, so are we. And if we confess and speak it out, it becomes that way. When they ask me, what's my age, I just say, uh, I am... Well, you, you can tell them, you know, I mean, uh, well, I'm 66 on this journey. But uh, I'm not putting age in there because of the fact that, uh, as you say, uh, I don't want that connotation with it because in reality, um, we're infinite beings in the sense that uh, we are the immortal race. That's what Hermes uh, Trismegistus uh, really thought was telling his son Tataute, uh, the god of reason in the temple. And we're the temple and the reason is the reasoning mind that's been enlightened. But you see, you're dealing with idiom, metaphor, allegory, parable, etc., and uh, people don't understand that. They took, uh, yes, uh, gypsy, ageless, and timeless, we are. Correct. See, uh, they've taken a lot of this, uh, it is a stage of mind, Violet Hugh. Um, uh, when you, when you um, the days of my people are as the days of a tree. And yet you look at Job and you go back in Ecclesiastes and there's certain scriptures in there. And man, I'm here to tell you, you better get a handle on this. Uh, see, they stopped teaching reincarnation. Um, and and uh, see, a lot of the masters, uh, they would take their body uh, and transform it. And uh, in certain of the stories, it would be like the white crane. And they would fly, uh, the Taoist priest would. And uh, they would fly at a certain time, and they would carry their knowledge, and uh, then they would pick up, let's say, a new body and re-come back. And this here is part of the doctrine that you have with the the Dalai Lama. Um, And um, so, well, that's a good way of saying it, too, 73 cycles of the sun. And uh, so as, as you begin to look and see these different things, this is where you start gaining um, our speech, our conversation is not the same as theirs. Uh, they want to tell us how to think, how to speak, and um, so if we listen to them, that's why they try to reprogram them with core, because uh, they want to dumb them down to the point that they don't reason. And uh, you can tell them something fantastic that's really wonderful and is real. God, man, I don't believe that. It's impossible. It is uh, impossible to them. Well, you're you're going to stem sales and stuff like that. You don't have to do that. All you have to do is do the the sacred uh, secret Eucharist uh, that was forbidden for to be taught, and uh, you have the foundation building blocks for. Uh, stem cells, neonatal cells, etc. And um, I've, I've done my best to try to share some of that with y'all, but, I mean, that's a little bit deep for some of you and too rich, evidently. Uh, Brother. Yeah. 
Brother, doesn't it say that God, he alone hath immortality? And if that's the okay, case... Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. See, y'all keep trying to blend this. Uh, the God self is immortal. And that's 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 the Father creator that's in us. I agree. That is invisible, you don't see. That's why the Mashiach in the analogy said, think not it, think uh, not that it is I referring to the physical man that has this power. But if they drank the food of the God and the fruit of the God, and it came forth from the God, what in the hell comes out of your body? That's why I told you to drink of your own cistern and of your own fountain. You just have to understand what the crap it's talking about. You have to partake of your own semen and also the feminine blood of the woman. Well, there's aspect of that. You need to be careful because there's people that are new on this call and they have no idea what the hell you're talking about. And uh, you can't just teach a lot of this just totally open. Uh, that's why I had to stop at five. I couldn't totally reveal five. Uh, much less six and seven. I mean, um, you know, I knew a man in the body, out of the body, I know not. He visited the third, and from there he seen the seventh. Well, if he was in the third, he was in the upper room. That's where the twelve apotheists or disciples aspects of thought are. That's where they were on the day of Pentecost. And, uh, I mean, it was 120, so that's 12 aspects in the third aspect of the temple. Does that make sense? Yes, sir, it does. And three 120s is 360 degrees of the circle, correct? Yes, sir. So it's talking about the complete knowledge. Yes, sir. And it tells us that our conversation is in heaven, which is within us. Yeah. And uh, we know the abundance of your thought, uh, your heart, because your mouth speaks it. Yes, sir. That's why uh, uh, there were people that would gather together, the Chaldees, uh, the Druids, uh, the true Galilean. Uh, uh, they were the Gaelics, the Gauls. And uh, they tried, re you know, rewriting all this history and stuff. That's why they went against them to destroy them. The Colburn Bible, man, everybody needs a Colburn. Uh, that'll help you get a lot of understanding. Uh, there's things that some of these people are doing with homosexuality and stuff like that, and there were certain aspects that if they declared it a certain way, hell, they were free because everyone knew that they were practicing a limited aspect of the law, but they were doing certain things within the line of that. And I'm not condoning one way or another. I'm just telling you that there's a hell of a lot more to this knowledge than people realize. I tell you this much, when two men join together, though, um, they mess up their program. Like it, lump it, win, lose, or draw. But they change their enzyme systems within their physical body. And uh, uh, over time, I mean, they may live a long time, but I'm just telling you, they have changed. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> 
Celine Dion said destroy reasoning is religion and school's job. That is correct. But uh, unique things are, are happening right now and it will manifest more and more. And um, uh, sometime in September through the Feast of Tabernacles, you're probably going to have a, a UFO ET event, which would fulfill Werner von Braun's prophecy. And you have to understand that the Thule and the Beryl Society uh, were using uh, fifth-dimensional thought uh, to communicate interdimensionally and uh, that's how they were gaining knowledge from a higher dimension and thought. But you see, all of that is within because there's no time, space, or distance. We are the thing. Whatever we think is the thing. That's the reality. And uh, But see, we, we've got people that, I mean, they mean well. They just don't have the rest of the knowledge. And, and uh, man, I'm here to tell you some of the things that they come up with, uh, whew, shit. Um, they think this, they think that. Well, that's all good and well. As long as you're thinking according to the true knowledge, that's why I'm standing. But if you're twisted off to one side, you got to remember not only are you skewing your outcome, but you're skewing the outcome of those that will listen to you. Yeah, they do. That's that's the purpose. See, they're, they're the enforcement arm of the Vatican, and see, when you're dealing with the Vatican, uh, uh, the Roman Catholic faith is is really a creation of the empire of Rome and Constantine, which was Rome, and then it evolved on to what you have today. But when you deal with the Vatican proper, you're dealing with the Vatican state, much like uh, the state uh, uh, of uh, Malta or the state of the crown in old downtown uh, uh, London. Yeah, they are. And uh, see, when you're dealing with Maria and Sigrun and different ones like that, they didn't cut their hair. Why? Because it was like an antenna. And uh, they um, they went naked most of the time, except, you know, when they were out or had to be out. And they used sex uh, to amp and ramp up their power. And Maria, uh, hell, she looked like she was in her early 20s. And um, I'm not even going to tell you the age and stuff because you wouldn't believe me if I said it, but that's fine. Um, Give you some time, and uh, they don't age. They really don't. So you're renewed day by day, daily. This is why they were after the true Knight's temper, which was not necessarily the... uh, uh, not necessarily the uh, the the Templars. You had a couple of different Templars, but the true Temple Knights and uh, were the ones that went back to the Druids. And see, the papacy and them just kind of brought that up online. But what they were looking for was the hidden knowledge of the of the worship of the female uh, aspect. They were uh, uh, they were coveting and cohabiting with her 
as the creator male God aspect did from the beginning. And see, this is hard for people to get a handle on because when they think of God, they're thinking of one entity, which in one way it is, but yet it's a male and female in an androgynous state, just like a human being is an androgyny. And uh, you become dominant one or the other for the perpetuation and propagation of the species in the physical three-dimensional realm. But the fact of it is, is that uh, there's a whole lot more to it than that. Now, you, when you say Morgellons fibers, um, you're going back in a sense to ancient Ireland Gaelic, and uh, um, you're looking at uh, Morgella, Morgellon, uh, etc. And those are certain uh, terms there because they had very unique meanings, just like uh, the Druids spoke in the language of the trees and the language of the birds, and yet uh, that there is one of the that's why I said that when a man speaks that he flies through the air like a bird to the ear of the hearer. They're telling you that there's a unique way of speaking and how it travels because if an individual is open, um, all of you are really remote influencers, controllers, etc. It's just that you don't know enough about it to act on it and uh, be able to do it. And the only thing they taught was a, a mechanism, a platform, a modality uh, inside the military. Well, every one of us has a a medulla oblongata bridge that is known in the physical body as the serpentine bridge. Now, RH is when they take and they give vaccines because they're changing the RH factor and they're bringing forth uh, the rhesus monkey. They're combining humans and animals. And uh, this is something you have to understand. That's why we're told not to contract with them. Uh, and two, uh, we're not to take and mingle the blood of animals and humans together. That's why they're trying to force the damn vaccines. Um, I worked on swine vaccine strain 40 in its sub-base, and there's like 40 different additives that's in that sub-base. And if you go back to Jonathan Salk at Cedar Grove, New York, we call it Camp Cancer, uh, they knew exactly what they were doing. If you take, there's one book on aliens and manipulation and genetics and stuff put out by Michael Tassarian, and the copy I got happened to have the original uh, printout of what the effects of vaccines and the type of bases that they use. It went back to about 1540, I think. And um, see, they know exactly what they're doing with them damn vaccines. Well, you can you can stop the Morgellon fibers by using. A matter of fact, if you take uh, the cannabis oil and do your own extract, and to hell with them about that. Uh, non-psycho-reactive bullshit. Take the whole thing. Nature knew what it was doing. It ain't broke. It never was broke. And uh, you create that, it takes so much a day. And within, they had a woman had more gallons and shit. She was in a fetal position. And in seven days' time, she was up normal and, and totally healed. That there just tears up their program. See, it, it reverses what they're working their ass off to do. They're, 
they're doing their best to remove Jacob Israel, the Hebrew Israelites. Here again, see, everybody thinks it's just a race of people. Well, there's one term that says a race, even a body of people. And it's really referring to a body of people, but it's unique in the sense that those individuals have done what Jacob did. They supplanted, altered, changed, and crossed over as a Hebrew within the mind. That's why you'll see the cross of the hoop and the flail on the Pharaoh's chest. It's a symbol that he knows the knowledge of crossing over. And um, so he became Israel. Uh, and the Y is really I. And uh, it's also the Bab in the ancient Paleo-Hebrew. And when they went to the Mesoretic square text, they made it look like a serpent standing on its tail. And that's some of the symbols that they'll use for the Caduceus. Uh, because in reality, it's referring to your spine. But, I mean, you know, there's, you're, you're getting into different levels of knowledge and understanding, you know, and application when you deal with these things. Tell you what, if you uh, some of you are a little overweight, your bowel system are slow enough, you might supplement it with uh, um, pro, uh, probiotics. But if you'll take uh, vinegar, uh, an apple cider vinegar with the mother, and uh, break it down, you know, fed it with uh, distilled water, and drink a little of that three times a day, within about a week to two weeks, you're going to find out that you've lost a lot of weight. You're going to find out your blood pressure is going to start dropping. And um, um, I was doing something, eating something, whatever. And it was jacking with my blood pressure. And that's why they kept uh, doing this. And I guess what's happening, my body is getting to a higher tone or tone. And uh, so I was having to watch what I was eating, drinking, etc. And um, I started using, um, I had made six gallons of apple cider vinegar. Uh, in a car, uh, you know, with an airlock on it. And uh, it didn't make my normal really full, complete, but I, I didn't squeeze all the apples and everything. I just used apple cider and things of that nature, uh, you know, from 100% apples. And uh, But uh, it kind of semi-fermented and made a vinegar, but it's very drinkable. And um, Misty had uh, went and ate sushi. I told her, I said, I'm telling you, you need to leave that shit alone. And I explained to her again and told her about the fish and what they were doing and about staying out of that damn water in the Gulf and the Pacific uh, because they're coming down with most of the bacteria content right now is out of sight. And uh, so uh, she swole up like a frog, man. I mean, big time. And uh, it took her three days. I gave her a half a gallon of my apple cider vinegar and told her to go home and drink, uh, you know, a big shot of it uh, three times a day. It took her three days to get her swelling to dissipate and leave the body. It brought her back down to normal. So, um, I mean, just, you know, word to the wise. Old man Bragg, um, he had something on the ball. The 
my entire family is O, o positive or O negative. And uh, it's amazing. Uh, normally, there's not two positives. Like uh, my dad was negative, mother was positive. Okay, I'm positive, my wife is negative. And uh, then our children are like that. You know, I mean, it, it, they offset. And um, come to find out, you know, I mean, uh, hell, I left in uh, Louisiana where I grew up, you know, on the border there in Neutral Strip and um, went to San Antonio and met B back in uh, 60, uh, 66, well, 67, really. And uh, it, uh, you know, we figured, I figured surely the hell, I, you know, I... I mean, I was away from everybody that was related to me. And lo and behold, we got to looking, and hell, we're related. Uh, her great-grandmother uh, and my great-great-grandmother are the same damn woman. And uh, both from Gonzales, or from Gonzales, Texas. And so there's a lot of things that you learn. It's like a, um, yeah, that's true about the... the you rarely get sick, but had freshwater fish and their throat get uh, got scratchy. See, um, uh, that's another thing. Um, let's say that I cook with red pepper or something in the house, or a bee can eat something that's got certain spices in it, and all of a sudden she'll lose her voice. I mean, just it's gone. If you, I told her, I said, you know, I said when you go to ragged around here, I'll just take me a damn thing of black pepper or a, a thing of uh, cayenne. And uh, uh, I said, I'll shut your ass up. <laughs> you know, we'd laugh because that's what it would do. It would shut her down. And um, so, um, yeah, uh, cook with it, Rocco. That's true. How you doing? And uh, I seen you in there a time or two, and then you disappeared. Uh, but, um, yeah, we, uh, we, we, I mean, we basically fix everything from scratch. I mean, uh, very, very seldom. Uh, do we eat anything, you know, that that's prefab, so to speak, from a store? And um, I, like churches, uh, I, I used to take and uh, I'd pick up churches chicken every now and then because uh, when I used to hunt with Bobby Ray, we'd stop and eat churches and it'd be really good chicken. And I had to stop here a whole month or so back and uh, I think Beth was with me and um, I went in and uh, I ordered. And um, I ordered uh, uh, mixed uh, uh, chicken, you know, dark and white. And uh, I was fixing to get some okra, and that little voice in my head said, ask. I said, ma'am, I said, tell me something. Do you fry your uh, okra and, and your fish and uh, your, your pork chops and all that stuff in the same oil? Uh, she said, oh, yes, we sure do. I said, do you fry that in your chicken? She said, no, no, the chicken is totally by itself. So I'd buy the chicken, but I stopped buying anything. I walked into Wally Winky one day, and um, I asked them about their chicken. They informed me that everything that they had was, you know, fried in the same, you know, um, community oil, so to speak. And uh, that was it. We'd never bought anything else from them. Because uh, people do not realize that you cannot kill the parasites in pork by cooking it. You can take a one-inch piece of, uh, of pork, Boston butt, ham, I don't care what it is, and uh, you can put it in a carbonization unit, and that's one-inch square, 
and uh, it'll go to 650 degrees, and it'll be on for 15 minutes. And there's a little um, uh, test tube there, and it'll catch and show you exactly how much oil fat, you know, is in that meat. But then that one-inch piece of uh, meat is now shrunk down to maybe three-eighths of an inch square. Pull that out, make a or prepare an electron slide off of it, and there's six to nine bugs crawling around. Now, damn, I mean, it's true. I know how to kill them, but uh, if I can't burn his ass up, I'm not going to eat that mess. And um, so, I mean, you know, I tell people that, and uh, they'll say, uh, well, man, I love bacon. I said, hey, what you do, I want you to get you a black plate if you got one or a dark plate. And put you a couple of strips of bacon in that plate, and then put you some saran wrap over the top so you'll know that a fly is not flying down there and blowing it or anything. And uh, leave it out on the countertop for an hour or two and come back and tell me what you see. I said, well, man, there's all kind of little wax specks all over that thing. I said, have you watched them? She said, yeah, they look like they're worms. They're moving. I said, that is in your prepared, smoked, cured bacon. Do you still want a little bit of that bacon? And I said, I'll tell you another little story. They were talking about fresh fish. Uh, it was ocean that happened to be in this one case. I think it was tuna. <laughs> and uh, this individual got a fresh piece of tuna, and what they did was they do a, a hot slab fry. In other words, uh, they'll get the, the, the grill hot, and uh, they'll pop that thing down for just a certain amount of time and then flip it and do a certain amount of time, just enough to scorch it. And uh, But basically, the meat is still raw in the center. And uh, they served those people's plates. And, you know, I mean, hell, they were paying, you know, 18, 20 bucks for a you know, tuna steak and all this kind of crap. And uh, this guy got ready to cut his uh, tuna steak. And out climbs a parasite, a worm. And, uh, brother, let me tell you something. That broke him from sucking eggs right there. They've already admitted that sushi is where most people are getting um, uh, parasites because uh, that fish has got parasites in them. And, uh, see, so, I mean, you, you have to stop and think about what it is you're doing. I mean, if you want to stay healthy, then you do things that keep you healthy. If um, um, if you're going to do some of this other stuff, um, see, a, a pig, they call it an unclean thing. And so he was telling Peter, said he said, slay and eat. And he said, not so, nothing foul and unclean. It's not that the pig is bad. It's the fact that the pig is like a buzzard. He is a cleaning animal. A buzzard is not a raptor. He don't have raptor claws like a, a hawk or an eagle. But he's got flat feet like a chicken. And uh, he's got a specially designed stomach, just like that hog does. That's why it goes through his system so fast. And then he's got vents on his feet. <coughs> and if those vents get stopped up, the toxin that he gets in his food will kill him. And uh, the same thing, uh, um, hey, don't want worm in your uterus. That's another, and that's another thing. You need to know who in the hell you're cohabiting with because whatever the crap those dummies are eating, remember, you're partaking of it.
Excuse me. Hey, you can have my place at the table. I've got uh, ponds, you know, tanks on the property, and we raise fresh fish and stuff like that. And um, we've got somebody that uh, moved in high up on the hill and uh, come find out they were running their damn sewage water and shit over the land up there over the fence. And um, they called them and told them they either get it off or else. Well, they did, but the fact of it is, is about two summers ago, we were over at the pond on that uh, west property. And lo and behold, man, it smelled just like it was a damn uh, sewage uh, deal down at the pond. Well, man, it can take two years and a lot of water turnover, you know, to stop that. (coughs) Excuse me. So, um, yeah, Congress passes Pure Food and Drug Act in 1906. The books are based on it. Yeah, but the FDA and the United States Department of Agriculture, they don't believe that shit no more. (laughs) Yep, they sure do. Ground beef and ground pork. I mean, you you don't know what you're getting. Matter of fact, they done a test in the United States. They found out about it in England, I believe it was, or in Europe. And somehow they checked uh, McDonald's and Burger King's meat patties. And uh, there was a certain percentage of human meat. Um, yeah, that that's that's real good, truth, bud. Um and uh, they happened to do a study over here. Well, there was a rabbi was telling them what they were doing with children and crap like that. And lo and behold, somebody, and it hit the air. It absolutely come across the national news. And uh, then all of a sudden it shut down. Well, see, that's why uh, McDonald's went to the bottom of the list. And I think Burger King's right down there next to them. Um, and uh, what it is is they found a certain percentage. One of them was up to 38% a human meat factor in their damn uh, burgers. And uh, shit, I'm telling you right now. And uh, I don't know if you've ever smelled a dead man or not, but uh, they have a, a, a unique, sick, sweet smell when they go to decomposing, different than animals. And uh, you can get certain meats. Uh, matter of fact, Jacob come to me and he said, geek. He said, you know, I'm listening to what you were saying. He said, and I, I can tell and smell the difference in, in meats. And uh, he said, have you ever smelled a burger that's really 100% beef and how it's got that certain smell to it? And I said, yep. He said, well, he said, I was at McDonald's, and I kept noticing that sick, sweet type of smell. And um, I said, well, what did you think? <laughs> excuse me he said you remember that research y'all were doing I said yep he said uh, remember when it said there was a certain percentage of human meat I said yep he said you know every time that one of them patties or one of them that meat has that in it it's got that that funny ass smell to it I said yep he said they uh, I was with Caleb 
He said, Caleb asked me um, why I wouldn't eat that. He said, and I told him. He said, he was just eating on anyway. I said, Jacob, I said, you can't help everybody. You just have to let them run their ass down the road and uh, just shut your mouth and go on. I said, because um, uh, you're at a time right now that um, you could tell these people the real truth and uh, they will kill you in their damned ignorance thinking they're doing God a service and they absolutely do not know which end of their tails up. And um, so, I mean, um, anyway, it's all working out. It's just, you know, they're having to grow and he's a young man and uh, the girls, and boy, I'm telling you, Shawnee and Beth, they can tell you right now. Um, Misty can too. Um, Dana, she's over by herself in San Antonio, and I mean, she's still kind of um, uh, well. They had a, what was that, green something uh, movie back in the 50s, 60s, somewhere along in there. And um, every time I think about it, and they start talking about veggie burgers and shit like that, I don't eat none of that crap, folks. I'm just telling you right now. If I don't know where in the hell it's coming from, I Gary don't want none of it. You're talking about soil and green. Yeah. What did you call it? It's called Soylent Green with, uh, uh, what's his name in it, uh, Charlton Heston. Yep, and they had that moving wall. Let me tell you something, a corporation, you got to remember, they do not give a damn. The only thing they're interested in is command, control, and bottom line. Yeah, the almighty dollar. That's it. And say their almighty dollar isn't almighty. I agree. Well, doesn't it say that, uh, you know, the the love of money is the root of all evil, and that's what's kind of making the world system the way it is today? Yeah, I mean, uh, money of itself is neither good nor bad. As a matter of fact, one of the filthiest things that there is is paper money. And uh, they done some studies and cultures, and God, they had bubonic plague. They had every kind of disease you could imagine. But you see, to people, uh, that sickness does not transfer because to them, money is special. And so because they don't believe that they can get the sicknesses and things transferred through that money, they don't. And so here you are, you're back to as a man thinketh again. And, uh, see, when they do certain things, it changes their body's electromagnetic frequency. And as you change your frequency, your vibration, you're thinking and changing your thought process and, therefore, the manifestation and matter in your third and fourth dimensional form. I agree with you, brother. Yeah. That's just like with the age. It's all in the mind. If if you see yourself young and that you're everlasting, yep. it'll be that way. If you see yourself 
and confess with your mouth that you're 20 years of age or 60 years of age, I mean, it becomes that way. We have to guard over her, guard over her, because it sets, our tongue sets on fire the very course of nature. Uh, that's correct. Uh, uh, Celine, uh, Celine Dion stated, uh, soy has phytoestrogens, but I heard fermented soy is okay. That is correct. Um, it's like soy and, um, let's say, anchovies. Uh, anchovies, if you get the true, the real good Red Boat 40, it's really fermented one year and uh, is excellent. Um, the uh, soy, though, uh, the ancients, when they would cook with it, and the real knowledgeable ones in, say, China, Japan, um, uh, Korea, you know, different places, uh, they would ferment uh, their soy um, uh, sauces. Um, uh, also, if they uh, created uh, fermented soy sauce uh, or soy miso, which was made from, say, soybeans and sometimes other things, seaweed, stuff like that was added, um, you could start getting a, um, uh, it would clear radioactivity out of the body after, say, 30 days of full ferment. But uh, to become more effective, you had to have 60. But to really be effective like they were for Hiroshima and Nagasaki, uh, it had to be fermented miso of 120 days. And that's why when I go, I pay extra money to buy. I don't use no damn Kikamon. That's all brewed shit. That is not fermented. And uh, we make our own. I mean, I've got uh, a three-gallon uh, carp in there or, or a ferment uh, uh, airlock, water airlock of, uh, of uh, kimchi right now. And I have another three-gallon that is uh, fermented making miso. And I put together my own recipe, different beans for proteins and this and that and the other. And um, so uh, um, I keep that going. I put soy in it. I mean, not soy, but, uh, um, well, I do use soy in it. But what I'll do is I get um, extra firm fermented um, um Oh, shit, soy protein, you know, um, um, tofu. And I take that and grind it up and add it, too, because it's already fermented soy. And it's made organic because that's the only kind I'll buy. And um, I can pick it up at the base in different places, you know. And they're starting to get it more at Wally Winky and stuff like that now. Uh, but you have to watch what you're buying. Um, and uh, if I go to the Chinese place, I know that if I'm buying, let's say, Chinese food, takeouts and stuff, I know that um, um, that what's happening is that they're putting MSG in their food, and there's like 26 names for that crap. Um, I can eat it, and I can tell you right now, it'll go to messing with my digestion, and I may even have to chuck it because it shifts it that much. It can alter your uh, islets of Langerhans and the beta cells. And uh, so when you ferment, that uh, transfers it over, and it neutralizes those toxins in soybeans, etc. And uh, see, it's like they were saying, uh, well, if you soak a bean overnight, that uh, it doesn't have the nutrients and this and that and the other. Well, it may not have the nutrients, but one, it doesn't cause a fart when you, put, when you fix them. And two, it neutralizes the toxin in beans so that when you cook it, 
um, it, it, you know, it, it's, it'll take a little less time because it's already uh, full, you know, of moisture. But, um, um, and see, we don't use nothing but distilled water. And I have two separate distillers, and I think we've got four or five living water machines. Some of them brand new in the box, never, you know, they've never been fired up. But um, um, there's unique things. See, they're trying to get it to where if you collect the rainwater and stuff like that, they're jacking with you, but they want to tax that rainwater. So they're going to try to tax everything. It's like Stevie Ray Vaughan used to sing, uh, the tax man. He's going to tax you when you walk. He's going to tax you when you talk. And I mean, listen to him, man. He was telling you how it was, and it wasn't long after he come out with that song, Stevie Ray bought the farm. You understand what I'm saying? Fermented food is excellent. Uh, Sally Fallon at uh, Nourishing Traditions, and there's some people that she's taught. There was a guy that had AIDS up in Tennessee. Wade had went to one of their classes, and um, <coughs> he went to a, a training session. But there were several people that had all kinds of uh, um, STDs and stuff like that. And um, they went through this, and once they started eating that way, it literally cured their body. See, that's another thing with natural, raw, uh, unfermented, or uh, natural, uh, raw, unpasteurized milk. They know that you will take and uh, get healthy. Uh, it probably eliminates 60 to 80% of the people that's in a hospital. Shit, they don't want that. That's damn big business. And, um, well, you know, you could artific artificially manipulate water, too, like in California. And see, what they're doing is they're attempting to take and pull a dust bowl grab to where they change the water and the, and the rain systems and remember now, they got the ability to alter rains and so forth. That's traded on the on the stock exchange, and uh, you can, uh, I mean, you, you understand, you can buy stocks and bonds on that shit. Okay, well, if I do it and I put them people out of business, that means the land now goes to pennies on the dollar, right? So land that may have been two, three, four, five thousand dollars an acre, I can now go in and buy for ten, fifteen, twenty cents on the dollar. Do you think maybe somebody's got a little bit of, I'm thinking ahead on this deal? That's why I don't buy nothing from uh, West Coast. We don't use uh, Oregon, Washington, California, apples, fruits, none of that stuff. Uh, we went to uh, uh, Midwest uh, and uh, uh, and uh, uh, New York apples and stuff because it's not contaminated. We get uh, soy, um, uh, kelp powder and stuff out of the North Atlantic. A good place to go is Maine Seacoast Vegetables. It's a family-owned organization, and you can buy some really great stuff. Um, well, them Canucks up there, they are brothers, man. What the hell? What the shit you want to invade this and invade that for? I mean, there, there's all kinds of stuff. They say, this is the thing. I know there's a lot of fresh water there. There's a lot of fresh water here underground. And uh, the only time you really get it uh, contaminated is when uh, the damn uh, greedy-ass oil companies, and, and, and there is no shortage of oil. It's like a living ball bearing on this planet. 
and um, it, it continually renews itself. This didn't come from fossil fuels. This was a Rothschild scam to put in this hydrocarbon shit. This is all bullcrap. But, um, I mean, the people have been talking this now for basically 80 years, and, hell, it's, it's going to be hard turning them around giving them true knowledge. All they have to do is take and pull ocean water and run it through uh, salinity plants, just like they're doing in Saudi and places, and hell, they can get their fresh water right out of the ocean. All you're getting uh, when they do the urine and stuff, and the feces goes in these processing plants, they dump it back in your creeks and they divert it. It's like Calaveras Lake in uh, San Antonio, uh, right out of San Antonio, Bronick, different places like that. Um, in reality, if you do a check on that water, you're going to find out that there's a certain percentage of a fluid that's in there from the, from the, the, the processing of this stuff. Then they reclaim that. What do you think the people downstream are going to do? I mean, you can't stick with so much piss, urine, shit, and whatever in water. I mean, it's true it'll it'll take and uh, renew and clarify itself every thousand feet, uh, you know, if it's in clear running water. But, I mean, when you're dumping that much crap in there, man, uh, hell. That's why they put deodorizer and crap like that in your water. That's why John Ellis and them use the uh, living water machine and the... Uh, uh, light frequency bulb because they would heat the water molecule and stretch it and then they would inject that uh, higher light frequency in and change it from 8-sided molecule to a 12-sided molecule which technically made it a heavy water as far as oxygen but not a heavy water in the sense of making a radioactive or a nuke. Yeah, it sure as hell will. We had it come out of our tap uh, after I protested, but uh, it come out of the tap at the farm, and uh, it smelled just like hydrogen sulfide. Uh, you could take it, light it up, and it would burn out of the tap, and if you put it out there and throw that damn two-liter bottle with that stuff in it, it would explode just like it was a bomb. Well, you have to... Get it a little clearer than that before you can do that. They uh, do desalinization. They got them on board. Hell, they can, uh, man, they, you pull in a, um, a certain hospital ships or uh, aircraft carrier, man, let me tell you something. <laughs> they can turn some water over big time. All purification, desalinization. All this can be done, and it can be done for, for pennies. But it's kind of like uh, um, uh, J.P. Morgan told Tesla. He said, I am not taking and financing and giving them damn people free energy. We can't control them. If I can't put a meter on it and tax it and tribute it, they're not going to get it. Everything is enterprise. It is a business. This is the secret to King Tyrus of Tyree. He corrupted his great wisdom 
through his much traffic. Look up the word traffic. You know, traffic cop. Well, if you look it up in the Old Testament there, it means commerce. Commerce is enterprise. You enter in on the land to claim the prize. Depends on how big their equipment is, but I'm here to tell you when uh, they had Bangladesh and Sri Lanka, uh, they pulled up with one of those uh, uh, nuclear-powered aircraft carriers and uh, hospital ship and supply ship, and uh, they supplied water for all them people, and they could do it with onboard equipment on that aircraft carrier. holographic vagina is on the call. Baby, I'm here to tell you I'm hoping that you're more than holographic. Unless you are really real. <laughs> I am real, baby. Is that who that is? That's right. <laughs> I'm real. Hey, uh, they just built a, a desalinization plant in San Diego, very expensive to build, and cost the public is going to... They, they do that and say that so they can skin people. That This here could be done at damn near no cost at all. I mean, that's real, real reasonable. And um, But you see, when, you got to remember, cities are a business. They're a corporate business. And those people are getting to uh, set up their own government structure. They're just paying a fee to the, to the state corporation, uh, and it's uh, a secretary of state. Um, and then they pay a percentage to the secretary of state for the corporation of the United States. This is a goddamn business, folks. Come on. Yes, 20 is giving you a link there for something on Canada. That may be uh, Michael up there. Um, boy, he sent me a really good deal on some ancient apothecary formularies. <coughs> and uh, outstanding. Um, the Terebinth tree is really an oak, an olum, going back to the Druids. And... Uh, See, that's why they wanted to get away from the Paleo-Hebrew uh, stick letters because the Vav is a Y. But see, when they changed it to an I, they turned uh, the Vav into a Yod, you know. Um, um, they make it kind of like a Y now, like YHVH. And so what they're doing is they're, they change things around. Uh, you got to understand, uh, when you use the term name, you're not talking about uh, your first name, Gary, Bob, Billy, Sue, Mary, whatever. You're talking about a nature, a characteristic that you manifest. 
And so if you said Jesus, you're really referring to an enlightened state of mind. It, uh, in, in the ancient text, it was called Aisa, and, uh, Aisa in, uh, in India. And, uh, I mean, see, this, this just blows their damn doctrines out of the, out of the wall because, you see, you won't listen to their damn pope, and uh, he is their chief prophet. And uh, all the rings are at the Vatican. I don't give a damn what flavor of religion you are. They're tied to the Vatican, or they're not nothing. They can't even trade in the world uh, uh, economic structure because uh, you've got to go through the issued banking license from the Vatican and the Vatican Bank, which... Now, in 1513, 1521, Leo X broke the bank. So who in the hell it was it that issued him the license? You're going to have to go to the black nobility, the merchant bankers of Zurich, Austria, Switzerland. Um, got Swiss Alps or Austrian Guard and, uh, and the crown in old London. And um, now you're dealing with it. That's why the Rothschild old London uh, and the crown is not the queen. It, uh, it's another deal. <laughs> it's like uh, the Vatican State. You know, it's its own state, like Malta, etc. Like it or not, the United States is owned by England through the trust, and yet uh, England is owned by the Papal See and the, uh, the banking syndicate. So, uh, I mean... Um, it, it's nothing like people think things are. Gypsy's got a good link up there. And uh, watch, watch. We are. We're breaking through to the other side. Every time we talk about this, somebody gets a grip on it. Somebody can see the reality of what is. See, that's why they want to get rid of books. That's why they want to change and rewrite. The Rockefellers uh, got the ability to print the school books. They would buy, uh, like the Encyclopedia Britannica, they bought it off of the market to change one damn sentence in, in one of the books and then put them right back out. See, they're, they're, they're altering knowledge. Power is within you. I really like the Syrian. Um, boy, that one on Druids and the Druid stuff that we sent out, Gypsy had sent me to Oberall, and I found the secondary because it dealt just specifically with that one area. And if you'll go back and listen and you'll really pay attention you'll find where your real doctrines came from. See, Jeremiah, the Yair's land, the stone seat of judgment is in Ireland. And um, uh, you might hear them call Ireland Ibernia. And uh, they may spell it with an H or with an I. But really, you go back to the Y. When you go back to the Y, you're going back to the feminine aspect again, see? Hell, they don't want that. I mean, they're so against that goddess. That's why they went after the true tempers because they could activate that sub-superconscious mind and be healed overnight. Don't want that. Glad to see you, Shrink.
I just saw a video on YouTube taken down in Barbados of people on the uh, beach, and it looked like there were about, well, I don't know how many uh, sharks and uh, porpoises and dolphins and all that that were racing to the shore and beaching themselves. And the people, there were a lot of people out there, and they were grabbing these fish by the tails and throwing them back in the ocean, but they couldn't do it fast enough. It was a really, really odd sight. What do you think that's all about? What's happening is that they have very special types of uh, of radar sonar or sonar specifically, and um, the Navy when they have certain types of exercises off of the West Coast, the same thing occurs, and uh, it throws their sensor mechanism off because you got to remember porpoise and all these things, they travel on uh, a sonar gear system as well, and uh, it's just you know a, a, a mammalian or uh, you know, as we say with the shark, et cetera, and then they feed and they travel through the flow gates uh, so that they follow a food supply. And um, uh, it says that uh, uh, where the eagles gather or the vultures gather is where the dead bodies are. And so you're fixing to see that uh, things are going to happen, people, and everything is going to start being knocked off or killed off or they're going to do their best to. And... um, See, uh, uh, they all talk about the War of Armageddon, and they keep looking to the east over there. But in reality, um, if you went to the Valley of Mexico in California, you're in the Valley of Megiddo, Mojito. I mean, uh, these people, don't they, they don't know where they're at. Ezekiel's temple is down at Palenque, uh, um, uh, Mexico. It's a temple of Maya, the illusion. And uh, see that that is a time frame contingent when you're dealing with Mayan time. You got like three uh, calendars involved in that time system. We don't eat out of the Gulf of Mexico because you got so many porpoises and dolphins and things like that that are dying, coming down with tumors, bleeding, won't reproduce. Hell, let me tell you something. Their system is a whole hell of a lot like ours. And um, um, they got fish right now that's off of uh, uh, Florida all the way down in the Bahamas and things of that nature, and you can catch it out of the ocean. You can clean it, fry it, bake it, whatever. And there is a bacterium or an enzyme that is in there that's causing those people holy hell in their gut. And, uh, see, uh, the Egyptians knew that uh, um, if uh, that death began in the colon, well, the reason is is that's the last aspect of your absorption process for vitamins, minerals, nutrients, etc. And uh, if you lose the bacteria in the colon, uh, and the bowel slows down. That's why women get endometriosis and things of that nature. And ovarian polyps insist it's because the bowel's not functioning and they're having migraine headaches because the liver can't dump the toxins, the uh, uh, 
uh, serotonin levels go too high, and so they have all these migraine headaches. Uh, they could take a, a four-cup coffee enema at 102 degrees, retain 15 minutes, and, uh, hell, you could cure endometriosis in about two weeks' time max using uh, echinacea, golden seal, things like that. You know, the immune system uh, used to be Zan brand, but they've changed the name of it. In Canada, it's still Zan, but they call it immune down here now. And um, see, all of this affects your bowel system. Uh, your bowel doesn't function or flow right, uh, then the rest of you can't uh, cleanse and flow right, and so you start swelling up. That's when you start having an increase in parasites. That's why you would go in and do, uh, as uh, Dr. Jennifer Daniels uh, stated, um, you would take and do the TERP uh, cleanse and do it for 30 to 45 days. And uh, if you've done that, then you would get rid of the parasites in your system because See, a, a parasite operates on a 14 to a 21-day cycle. So if you went 30 to 45 days, what you did, um, you would uh, totally knock out the parasite cycle, and your body would return to normal. The excess toxins and crap like that would decrease. But, see, they don't teach that kind of medicine any longer in this country. Well, the first, well, we was right there at the full moon, too. Danny's birthday was today, and I'll have one about the 13th, I think. And uh, so a lot of things are coming together right now. I mean, you might as well just realize that you're in for change. All these people thinking they're going to get raptured, they're going to get ruptured out of here is bullshit. That was a fallacy put forth by the papal see of Jesuit priests in 1798. Then a woman in the Irvington Church that was following and reading the Darby's uh, translation, uh, she decided she'd get up and go to prophesying, and uh, so they uh, took and they have brought that right on down the line. And these people do not understand what they are reading. And uh, you couldn't tell them. I mean, the Hal Lindsay's uh, and stuff like that, they have sold books by the trainload. And uh, the people are still buying it, And, and but they've never figured out what it said. You're going to go through a tribulation period because it's a transition from one system to a new system. The paradigm is shifting. And uh, you have to tear down the old in order to build the new. You can't build a new house till you tear down the old one. Can I ask you a question? You can ask. I don't know if I got the answer. Well, well, someone had kind of put this out there, but I don't know. You know where it says in there that people think the Messiah is going to come back on the clouds of glory? Hmm. You know... Uh, well, I know, but a lot of people saying, the guy said, well, you know, if it ain't like they're saying there ain't going to be no rapture and things, could that be that the ETs are going to come and help assist in the war and to make that change? Well, in reality, in reality, what they're referring to, the prophecy was that the armies that were prophesied in the book of Daniel would encompass Jerusalem physical. 
and that uh, uh, he told them that this was going to happen and not one of them that was there would die. They would still be living when it occurred, which was 70 A.D. And uh, so he said, you'll see him coming in great clouds of uh, glory. Well, what it meant was is that his prophecy being fulfilled was like a manifestation in power, in glory, in demonstration of the spirit of the mind that he foretold those events uh, or prophesied those events. And uh, see, here's the thing. If uh, the Messiah descends out of heaven with the trump of the archangel uh, or the shout and the trump of the archangel, what in the hell is happening? It's having to descend from the dark, deep reaches of the mind into a manifestation in the conscious realm. And so the Messiah, uh, Messiah descends out of heaven with a shout and the trump of the archangel. You're the archangel. You're the one that overshadows the Ark of the Covenant. Ain't nobody going to get closer to God than you. You're the physical house. You are the temple. And so it comes down. It's a manifestation in the mind. They have taught these things literal. It did not mean that. It was a it was a state of mind that had to be taught and manifested. That's why these people's hearts are going to fail them because they've been fed bullshit all their life. Oh no, you can't say that. My preacher said, "Yep, yeah, well." Talking about them fellas leading you down the road. Uh, one of them uh, was teaching and preaching, and uh, everybody was following them, and they both fell in the ditch. A ditch of ignorance. The God's a spirit, and the word spirit there, 4151 strong spirit, means a mind. It's an intellect. I mean, uh, it doesn't have flesh and bones. You can't see it. You can't touch it. You can't feel it. Why? <laughs> it's an invisible aspect. You, you can't see the mind. You can see the brain, but you can't see the mind. There's a whole lot of ignorance. And what? I said there is... Too much ignorance in religion. Oh yeah, they they are ignoring the real truth. They sure as hell are. I'm afraid to go around them because I don't want to disrespect them. Oh shit with it! I don't worry about it. If they ask me, I'll tell them. Um, I don't walk with them because of the fact we don't agree, and uh, it's kind of like this young man that I like. Uh, I've told him and told him, but I've listened to his mouth and. I'm sorry, but some of that crap is, uh, you know, I mean, he called that shit into existence, and bless his heart. I mean, I, I I like him. I've known him a long time. He's a fine young guy in many, many ways. But uh, you can claim you're a Christian till hell freezes, and all these great men of God, and he's talking about these damn state preachers with a 501c3 license. Oh, horse pucky. They'll say you got demons. I don't give a damn what they say. I do have a daemon, damn it. I do have that genius spirit because it means the divine spirit's in us. And when you uncap it and open it up, oh, hell yeah, they go, well, he got a devil. 
Well, see, if you look in the Messiah in the 10th chapter of the book of Luke, he sent them out to the 70, the 12, and two by two. And boy, that told you a bunch right there if you knew what what he was saying. To heal the sick, to raise the dead, to cast out devils. Oh, man. So they go out, and here they come back. And they're shouting and rejoicing, and man, the devils are subject to him in his name. And he said, rejoice not, because the spirits. And they said, oh, no, man, he called them devils back there. They call them devils. I said, he called them spirits. If you look it up, 4151 Strong's Greek, but it's plural, and it means the human mind. The human mind, through enlightenment, was subject to them, and then people got healed. And they didn't understand it. And they said, oh, no, 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 it's got to be a devil. And they said, well, let's read down two verses. And in the self-same hour, he rejoiced in the spirit. 4151 Strong's Greek, singular, same word as above, spirit, except now it's singular. Did he have a devil or did he have a human mind, dummy? You see what I'm saying? They're not thinking. They're not looking. They don't even know they're living. Well, I mean, that, that's true, uh, truth. Uh, but the thing of it is, is that, see, I, I do my best to be careful. That's why the Messiah did not teach them the truth openly in the analogy. Because they were not prepared to accept it, to receive it. And uh, what happened was that he had to teach in the parable, the idiom, the metaphor, the allegory. And so Peter's questioning him, and yet Peter means the impregnating aspect of thought. And he says, um, uh, why don't you tell them people openly? He said, it's given to you to know, but to them it is not. Well, they really didn't clarify that. What he was really saying there in the implication is that these people are not prepared in their understanding. They have not uh, done the due diligence to know. And so when the truth comes, they could catch it in the parable if they had prepared themselves. But because they have not, this is the day of their visitation, and the knowledge will bypass them, and judgment will come on them to their destruction because they did not know the day of their visitation. They could not grasp it. And that's what is really being taught there. Uh-huh. So what do we do? Well, damn, you study and you learn. You see what terms and words mean. And you see how an idiom is used. Or, uh, if it's a jackass in the Old Testament and it's talking about a dumb, unregenerated state of mind, do you think maybe when he talks about it, he calls them asses, etc., that he's talking about an unregenerated state of mind? Yeah, I get it. I know. What I'm saying is, what do we do with them? Well, you can't do a damn thing with them. You can you can share and you can help and you can go on, but you can't convert them people. You can tell about the good news. You can, you can share the knowledge of the good news, but you can only do it to someone that's looking, seeking, knocking, asking. See, to ask is to look, to seek, to knock, and what does it mean? They have to, they're saying it is. I've got it. I can walk. I can talk. Uh, I can speak. They're not saying, oh, God, help me speak, or oh, God, help me walk, or oh, God, help me see, because if they're asking it in that fashion, they're not fulfilling the instructions. 
Well, the tribulation, he said, uh, the righteous are going to prevail, and a thousand will fall at their right hand, and ten thousand at their left hand, but only with their eyes shall they see it. Now, I'm into that, Gypsy. I'm kind of in agreement with you there. Yeah. <laughs> Don't dance in the sunshine, huh? Somebody posted uh, Talmudic sayings in the chat. There's a lot of good things that's written in the Talmud and the Zohar and different things like that in the Kabbalah. And uh, you got three Kabbalahs, a Q Kabbalah, um, a K Kabbalah, and a C Kabbalah. And uh, each one of them are referring to something different. But um, or similar in some ways, but um, they do control by fear. Um, they they've got people to where um, they're afraid to live. They're they're afraid to uh, to build a true family. And um, if you don't go back to the original mechanism. He said in that day, there's going to be seven women going to come with one man. Why? Because they were raising a family, man. And uh, look at the drones. Look at a beehive. Uh, The drones, are uh, they're going to get laid one time and die, and it'll take probably up to three of them to impregnate that queen. From then on, uh, they'll keep a drone, and uh, they'll look after him, and they'll feed him and all this crap. Come wintertime, and they don't need his ass anymore. Out the door, Jim. So, uh, you know, I mean, you have to stop and think about what it is that you're doing and what is being taught because it's the the preservation of the species and the knowledge, and that's why the principles are practiced. Yeah, there's a difference between uh, the Babylonian Talmudic... uh, writings and I don't know. I haven't really done that study and that research, but I know well, the, that... the Babylonian concept, see, it says that Israel, those that have a power of a God, they hung up their hearts by the rivers of Babylon. So they got down there and they got caught up in commerce and they quit playing the harp of seven strings. So they no longer knew how to operate the seven uh, 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 seals of the backbone and the spine to open the mental gate to the pineal gland where they could sit on the the throne or the seat, the gate of God. And uh, they don't understand that. And then their eye being single was because they opened and ignited the hippocampus and the time horse. They activated the amygdala being Mary Magdalene over the corpus callosum and then they altered and uh, manipulated the function of the main controller gland in the body called the pituitary, and so the third eye. But the real gland of the third eye is uh, a sight and memory is through the hippocampus, but yet, uh, um, and that's why they call it the seahorse, or the mare of the sea, you'll hear them say. And yet uh, the uh, um, rods and cones are really in the... Um, pineal gland, 
Uh, and remember, that's where Jacob went. He went and slept on a rock, the knowledge of a true divine law, and uh, he was at Peniel. And there he seen uh, Jacob's ladder, you know, the angels ascending and descending um, um, in that place. And so he was telling you that once you had activated that aspect of the mind, you were dealing with and could uh, walk hand in hand with the divine aspect, and you could see the God uh, aspect being ministered to by ascending and descending thoughts manifesting to the conscious sub and superconscious mind or BI through them. What would you say would be the best way to decalcify your pineal, the easiest? If you just start meditating and and stay off of the damn uh, uh, sodas and shit like that, the fluoridated water, uh, you're automatically going to take and uh, begin to do that. Um, yeah, the psilocybin mushroom will open uh, and uh, trigger certain aspects, and um, um, those are all unique abilities. Um, it's just, uh, see, when you take and ingest a mushroom, we basically have 6 billion uh, synapse na- uh, cell uh, uh, connections in the brain. But when you uh, ingest a mushroom, which has about 8 billion, you amplify that access mechanism, but you have to know which of those runes to use and how to use them. And uh, see, that's why they use ayahuasca. Uh, that's why they use um, um, uh, various things. As one of the reasons they didn't like the original temple strain of cannabis. Uh, and see, the Moors brought that in to Chiapas, Mexico in 1670. Uh, and another reason they were in Afghanistan was they were trying to eradicate the true uh, temple strains of indica, purple top, kush, etc. I mean, you know, anyway. Yeah, it seems like I was reading something about how they're trying to eliminate plants that are... Uh, able to put people on target psychically. Well, certain enzymes, certain psychoreactive products uh, do make it easier. And see, that's why the shaman, uh, he may have uh, mushrooms or he may use the, uh, um, 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 the, the devil's trumpet. That's, uh, oh, what's the crap? What's the name of that thing? Uh, if you don't know how to fix it, you only use the female, and you have to watch it so many times and stuff like that. Um, uh, Jimson weed. Uh, if you don't, you can kill yourself with that. And you got the peyote, and uh, that's going to make you sick and make you bark because it's doing a, a cleansing, detoxing mechanism, and yet it opens the mind gate at that time. Uh, it, they might say it makes the barrier between the worlds uh, become thin, uh, and the world there is really referring to the three-dimensional, fourth or fifth or sixth or seventh-dimensional aspects of thought. Mm-hmm. One time I thought I was doing mescaline, but I was doing LSD, and it just well, gave me a fit. Yeah, dimethyltryptamine is uh, the closest thing. That's why the psilocybin was uh, so highly sought after. Yeah, psilocybin is wonderful. Uh, 
I've I done all this that, uh, The acid, like Timothy Leary and them, were pushing. Some of it w- worked really good, but there were people that, uh, man, let me tell you something. When it tripped her ticket, it it tripped her ticket long time, you know. Uh, right. We had a guy on uh, in group with me, and we could not let him jump high altitude. Uh, he could rope jump and everything, but goddamn, he could not jump halo. And uh, the reason is, is he could be sitting at uh, the dining room table in the mess, and we had uh, we had a la carte. I mean, they cooked what we wanted. You know, I mean, we were really privileged in many, many ways. And uh, uh, nobody in the, the group village and stuff there in Oki uh, cleaned or done anything with their laundry or stuff. Everybody had to have a houseboy. I mean, that's just the way it was. And uh, but he could be sitting there, and you could be talking to him, and all of a sudden he would go space cadet. And man, he may not come back around uh, for hell a minute and a half or two minutes. Well, crap! If you jumped at twelve five, twelve thousand five hundred, you got sixty seconds of fall time to opening altitude. I mean, if you were out of it for a minute and a half, you know you kind of kind of missed the door there, you know. That'd be dangerous. Uh, huh? That'd be dangerous. Oh, hell yeah, it would. Um, and then if you had to pre-breathe and stuff like that, you know, if you're really jumping high altitude, um, um, man, I mean, you start getting up, well, like I said, real high altitude. Um, let's say they had a 43,500-foot tall boy, and um, first group set that world high altitude record, that halo team. And um, they were pre-breathing 45 minutes to an hour to get the nitrogen out of the system. But you had three minutes and 45 seconds of fall time to get down to opening altitude. And, uh, I mean, if he would went space cadet up there, uh, if his pressure bottles or his mask or something was gone, hell, he'd just been dead man. You know, that's all it is to it. And um, that's not a normal type of jump. It's just that they wanted to... Uh, jacked the rafters up, you know, so to speak. And, um, <laughs> yeah. But, um, opium, uh, you have to be real careful with opium. Um, opium can be used in certain ways, but, um, opium is also referred to as the gall of, of, uh, the bitterness of gall. Because of the fact that it can uh, it can totally become a, a psychological and a physiological dependence, but right now since uh, we have been into Afghanistan, opium production is greater now than it was before, and uh, see that's totally uh, some of the the rural elites and stuff like this. That's their wealth, and um, um, the company used to use. Uh, uh, opium, heroin, uh, cocaine, um, things like that. Uh, to uh, uh, that was their mechanism for, for buying, selling arms, and stuff like that. So I mean, that, uh, some of the crookedest things in the world is governments. Yep, and they bring it right to the ghetto. Well, hell, that's how they make their money. They don't give a damn about you. I mean, nope. uh, they got to take care of somebody, and uh, they don't have insurance, no problem. You float a bond or a tax on the people and leverage that on their land, uh, you're going to get your money anyway. And then they got a war on drugs. 
Anytime you create a war on anything, you amplify it. You make it increase. Go back and look at poverty. When they created the war on poverty, poverty expanded exponentially. You had a war on drugs. Look what happened. It expanded exponentially. Mhm. Mhm. I don't. I can't think about that kind of stuff too often, because uh, one day I was ready to get a bullhorn and just take to the street. I was going to walk He said, "Be wise as the serpent and yeah. harmless as the dove." Um, yeah. You know, a, a, a man of cotton mouth, he don't tell you he's coming. You just haul off and bat your ass. And a dub, uh, it's like a religious individual. You know, they look good, they smell good, they talk good, they own airs, they in every damn community meeting, oh, they're the pillars of the community, and some other uh, the crookedest bastards that ever walked on the face of the earth. Yeah. Yeah, they threw me out to church with the cops one time. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, because I wouldn't let them. Dude, I dude, wouldn't let them be evil little rats. Dude, I got in there. You I can't got, build. You oh. cannot build on another individual or another man foundation. They're over there. That's their business. They're buying and selling. They got their sheep in there, and they do some shearing. And every now and then, they'll kind of butcher one or two of them. You know. But the fact of the matter is, you cannot take and go teach what the hell you want in their system. They're of another. Uh, they're of another program, and uh, and and you just you have to learn to realize that. See, they have taught go evangelize the world. That's not what he told you to do. Uh, I remember in San Antonio, Michael Slaughter was a young man I knew was a black guy, and he went to Greater Lincoln Park. Uh, um, there's a big black church there, and man, there was a bunch of people. I don't know how many, but they had a hell of a lot of them. And um, they had moved over close to, I believe it was Woodlawn. They went from the track side of town, you know, over to the high rise section. And um, they had a big uh, conference. And um, so there was preachers come, black preachers come in there from all over the place. And every one of them would get so much time to get up and say, and you could tell the ones that were on the point, you know, I mean, they all basically were teaching a good message, the same type of thing, and some of them were really wise people. They had one old boy got up, and um, he made us, and Michael was telling me about it. He was laughing like nobody's business. And um, he said, Gary, he said, you're not going to believe what happened. He said, this guy sat up there, and he said, I can tell you all right now, what Daniel was doing down in the lion's den. He said the Bible said to go and preach the gospel to every creature, and he was down there in that lion's den trying to save him lion souls. <laughs> he just cackled. But, I mean, this, you got people out there, they don't more know what in the hell they're doing than a man in the moon, and they got the craziest damned ideas you ever seen. But, I mean, you know, I mean... uh. Like the fellow said, Darwin proved it. Uh, you got them kind that want to be eliminated from the gene pool, and uh, uh, they breed and they do vote. <laughs> Come on, Jim, <laughs> jump in there. 
I, I need to take a little breath here for a minute or two. I've been wearing on this uh, this uh, uh, unsweetened tea, and I'm just about down to the bottom of my cup. I'm here, brother. I was just listening to the conversation. They had another one, I think, at one of another meetings that Michael went to. You remember Michael Slaughter? He, um, he ran uh, as a supervisor for the um, that uh, religious bookstore in McCreelis Mall. Wore glasses, uh, nice-looking guy, very slack goatee. Um, he was a brilliant young man. And uh, he was telling me uh, that uh, one preacher got up and told him that he knew... Uh, he knew that dog, uh, the name of that dog that licked Lazarus' sores. And uh, they, you know, all of them, yeah, brother, come on, tell it to us, you know. And he said the name of that dog was Moroger. <laughs> oh, hell. <laughs> but anyway, take it for a little bit, Jim. <laughs> come on, folks. <laughs> oh, come on, Jim. <laughs> well, I'm here, but I, I want to get them in the conversation, too. You two can swap spit. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes that's a good thing, and sometimes it ain't. So. <laughs> yes, it would, I guess it would depend on who you swap it spit in the shower with, huh? I guarantee you. But, uh, I mean, there's just a lot of things ramping up and going on right at the present time. We just need to keep a clear head and an open mind. And be ready for whatever. She walked in I haven't heard him speak in a while. You in there, Rocco? Got anything you want to share or comment on? See Truth Freedom in there. Very many people on the phone anymore. They're all on the computer. Yep. You know, after uh, talking to you... Uh messed around with that talk shoe phone, um, I don't know too many people that can get on direct by talk shoe anymore. Yeah, they're asking, uh, what about the people we ran previously? <laughs> For the ones like my daughter-in-law and some of the others, I mean, they seem to be doing okay. I mean, when I mean by okay, they're getting better, better, better each and every day in each and every way. So, you know, like White Wolf said many times, you know, the thought is the thing. Once we put our mind on that, it is. It's not going to be. It is that way. As a man thinketh, so is it or he. We just have to be consciously conscious of that and know and walk you know, about the height and the breadth of this creation, knowing who and what we are. You 
you know, like we are that uh, creator. What I mean by that, uh, a branch off the, the chip off the old block, so to speak. I mean, we have to act and do as the creator does and put it forth out there. We're the only ones that can do it for ourselves. Like you told Moses, why are you calling out to me? I've already given you that power. Now you take up thy great power and reign. You need to stand up, gird up your loins, figure of speech, and stand and take whatever comes your way. Speak forth the blessing. Guard over your tongue that you don't speak destruction and calamity upon you and your family or someone else because it'll come back on you. We need to be still and know that I am God. That's what the, that's what it says. We are good. We are to walk forth in goodness and to be written in epistle to be seen of men. We are they, definitely the manifesting link uh, for God's actions in in three-dimensional realm of matter. And yet yes. we can use these other dimensions to make it happen. That is correct. Yes, sir. How, how, are we, how are we going to see the invisible creator except through each other? And us manifesting that great power of that creator within us. That's why we're the written epistles to be seen of men. And we're supposed to take up our great power and reign. But if we don't know that, we're never going to do it. We need to know who and what we truly are. And as White Wolf said many a time, the thought is the thing. Well, I'll tell you what. My thought is the thing that it is about 8.50. And uh, I've got to go and pick up pads and piers for that building tomorrow. And uh, pick up, uh, I've got to go over and pray for uh, Jimmy. And pick up, uh, me and him got a little transaction we'll get lined out. And uh, i got a stainless B-clip that he's got. And... uh, I think he's got some old hives and whatever and frames, and uh, I'm going to teach the girls how to rebuild him. And I've got to go to town on a couple of things, uh, probably maybe two trips, plus order that uh, extractor in the morning. So I've got kind of a full day. And uh, I know that Shawnee, she realized that I, she, I went in there earlier and she was already hitting the bed, and it wasn't even 7 o'clock. But... Uh, I said, what are you going to bed for? She said, because you've already got a full daylight out for us. But anyway, uh, Jim, folks, thank y'all for coming. Enjoyed it. I hope um, something come out of it. You got something out of it. But uh, take care of yourself. Watch what you're saying, thinking, and doing. And uh, study. I mean, uh, if something is taking power away from you, go back and re-study it. 
because uh, the real truth does not take power from you. It adds power to you. It gives you the ability to take up to rule and reign as a king or a queen during this lifetime. And uh, shalom, prosper, be in great health. Uh, all of you, uh, like I said, uh, I enjoyed it. I hope I've helped you. And uh, Jim, Truth, uh, all the different ones that's in there. Y'all have a good night and a good week. Bless you now. Or well, don't be less, but be more. <laughs> have yes. a great day. Shalom. Shalom, prosper, brother, and be in great good health. Yes, it was a good it was a good time tonight. Enjoyed myself too. Yeah, this I mean, you know, uh, there's just so much there. If we like, if we just listen and apply it and do it, I mean, our lives would be in such a a uh, better place, you know, and we will receive the blessings that come forth. You know, it tells us to test it, try it. You know, overcome our five senses by reason of use, by putting, standing on that truth that we come across, dare to apply it and try it. Make it yours. And when we do that there, it makes such a great difference in our lives. We find out that we can watch one, do one, and then teach one. And it yes. helps. Yes. I think it's I think it's very good that uh the uh talk has been recorded and it, it's going to be there. I mean, so you can take it and listen to it. If you weren't really focused, you can hear it and hear it and reprogram your middle subconscious mind. Yes, ma'am. Yeah, and live happily ever after. <laughs> yeah, but the thing is that we have to not just be hearers only, but doers also. Mm-hmm. When we hear it, and we see the truth that is within it, we have to apply it, which is doing it, and then we'll find out for ourselves that it is a fact and that it is truth by what manifests from it, Mm -hmm. but not to let fear or anything like that enter into it. You know, it's a scary to... place. It's a scary place out here, that's all. I mean, you know, it's just part of the uh paradigm. However, it's about overcoming that and where your mind goes, your body will follow. If you reprogram your middle subconscious mind, that's what you need to do. I mean, you can eliminate the fear factor just by feeding your mind the right food. Well, that's true. It tells us to, like it says, be still and know that I am God or good. You know, many of us take it upon ourselves and, you know, of our own self-will and our own mind instead of looking to the truths of the Creator and applying them, you know, rightly. Right. 
you know, I, I could sit there. Go ahead. What? I, no, I said many of it's like, and I'm not knocking anyone, uh, but, you know, many people, they go to church and they hear the ministers talk, but how many actually apply what's being said? And many times you go in there, it's basically almost the same thing over and over and over again. People want prayer. They want to be victorious. They want to receive blessing. We have to, you know, get up, stand up, and be a doer. You know, apply that truth and that knowledge. I've been running into some really advanced thinkers, and I don't know how it's happening, but some of them are really geniuses, and and they're really, really out there uh, thought-wise. They have a way of looking at things that is just amazing. Well, one guy, one guy, he's like, he's a poet. And he seems to think that something could happen by women going back into the church and more or less educating the people. And uh, I could see that logic. However... I'm not so sure I want to get thrown out again with the cops. You know what I'm saying? Well, I understand. I mean, you know, it said we overcome the adversary, the devil, whatever you want to call it. The what we have to do, we overcome the the ignorance or the adversary, so to speak you know, by the words of our testimony, by the truths that we find and seek and apply to our lives. Like oh, I said earlier, which they become, we become written epistles to be seen of men, just like the scripture said. Mm-hmm. But, you know, the they're going to look, when they see the miracles in our lives and us being healed of a sickness or whatever the case may be or being blessed in what most people may think of as a miracle or whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. But it's it's through the truth and the understanding of the truth and applying it rightly in our lives that we're able to do that and be that and to show forth that to our fellow man where they can see the invisible creator within us. Mm-hmm. That that's, is true. That's that's the same as letting our light shine, so to speak. That's true. That's true. And not us going out there boasting and saying, "Look at me! Look what I done! We didn't do anything." <laughs> it's like it says, "It's it's not I, but the Creator within that does the works." Right. You know what I'm saying? And. Uh, you know, it, it's it's really so easy, but yet we've made it so hard and gotten away from the divine truth and went into ignorance to where 
you know, we just got to let go of that old belief and, you know, dare to take the chance to to walk forward in truth and in belief and in faith to, you know, take a chance. If it doesn't work the first time, try and try again. Right. We have to you know, take bitch, a harp you gonna... down off the tree and start playing our harps again. Yeah. Yeah. I understand that. <laughs> and, we, you know, if it doesn't quite work the way we want it the first time, we just got to keep trying it and apply it in a slightly different way, you know, with hopefully a deeper understanding of it until we get it right. He said, we can run and not be weary. Even though we slip and fall, we won't utterly be cast down. In other words, we just got to get up and try it again. Eventually, we're going to get it right. Who was that? Who was that that had the uh, wrestling match with the adversary and it lasted for 20 days or 21 days or something like that? He was trying to get a message. Uh, the father was trying to get a message through to him, but it wasn't coming through. So he just kept. He just kept on with the program until uh, he got the message. Who was that? Was that Daniel? Uh, mm, I'm trying to think. I'm not sure. Uh, I think that was, uh, uh, what was his name? Uh, I know the one you're talking about. He kept hearing a still small voice. But that's also talking about you know, our middle subconscious mind. It takes 21 days for us to form a habit or to accept accept something as true or fact, usually. Uh I mean, sometimes people can see it right away and they'll believe it. But what I'm saying is, that's why they tell you after 21 days or to do it 21 days because you, you form a habit in your mind a repetitious thing, and it becomes automatic after that. That's right. why the, how can I put it, the, the media and them bombard us with stuff all the time, over and over and over again. Just like when they show something happening on the TV, they'll do it all day long, the same thing over and over and over and over again. They're putting that programming in there, and they'll run it two or three more days, and it mm-hmm. just, and it becomes a habit or a belief. Mm-hmm. That's why it tells us to guard over her, guard over our mind, and watch what we're allowing in there. You know, don't just take everything at face value. Test it, try it, check it out, make sure that it it's really what's being put out there. Worth taking in. What they're doing also is they're creating an appetite for their garbage. Well, I agree. That's why they, they... Yeah, that's why they're using programming. That's why they call it a program on TV. They're programming the people's minds mm-hmm. to accept their dirt and their garbage the way they're putting it out there, even though that might be totally opposite of what's really going on. Mm-hmm. But if you get enough people in their mindset 
thinking that way, it becomes that way, the race mind. Mm -hmm. Because as a man or a woman thinketh in their heart, so is it. Mm -hmm. If you get enough people to sway that pendulum, so to speak, you know, it manifests that way. Mm -hmm. I can't tell you the number of people I've actually seen murdered on uh, video. People with their cell phones are videoing murders. The police are murdering people out here. And it's being posted all day long, all day long. And I can't tell you the number of murders that I have seen. And I can't seem to turn away from it. I mean, you know, I'm, I, it gets me. It gets me sick. I hate it. And so no. I... Ugh. No, well, many of, them's, many of them's got a job. I mean, I mean, they're police officers, and there's a lot of good people out there, but, you know, and some of them, you know, stay within the bounds of that. But there are many of them, you know, when you, they, they'll tell you, I am the law. Mm-hmm. And they, they take it upon themselves saying that it, they are the law, and they execute it the way they want to, not the way the actual law may be written. There's no law that tells an officer he can go up and just shoot somebody dead. But many of them are doing that now. They're taking it upon themselves and telling the people they are the law, they are the executor. They're the judge. And that's not the way it's supposed to be. All they're doing is creating a very dangerous situation for themselves. Well, that's true, but what it, at the same time, it's waking up a lot of people and seeing that what they're doing is wrong and that it's a fraud and that they're taking it upon it. You know, it's just a country that, you know, that exercises laws, exercises lawlessness, and that's mm-hmm. exactly what's happening. But the thing is, they're trying to they're trying to keep us from breaking the law when they're the ones breaking the law, and then justifying themselves. The people are like innocent babies out here compared to these people. Well, I, there I understand. are some who who do who are doing what they're getting paid to do, which is peace officers. Uh, It would be an interesting piece of research and a survey to find out how many peace officers we have. There is none. To revenue collectors. There is none. And they'll tell you that. I was talking to a uh, person that I know that he, he flat out, I told him, you're a peace officer, right? He literally got mad and started screaming. He says, hell no, I'm not a peace officer. I am a policy enforcement agent. Uh-huh. And that's exactly the way. He literally got mad. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I, am in, I am here to enforce the policies put forth, you know, by the state and the government. I told him, dude, you better get a grip on yourself. You're, you're supposed, you were sworn to protect the American people and humanity. And now you're telling me that you're here just to enforce the laws, that you don't give a hoot about 
the people? I tell them, I tell them those people at the Capitol are making these laws. I said, they are criminals. I said, they they, you are a criminal too. You're they cr- all are. They all, everything they're doing is a fraud. They're, they're basically robbing us of our inheritance. Mm-hmm. And, and it's not entirely their fault either, even though that they're programming people through the TV and things like that. We have a mind to think. Instead of trying to wake up or waking up, we follow along with their garbage. And mm-hmm. so many people are tied to that boob tube that they take that as law a lot of times. Oh, look what's happening on TV. Oh, can you believe that? Oh, my God. You know, instead uh-huh. of really searching it and checking it for themselves to see if any of that even really happened. Yeah. But you get two-thirds of the people watching the news media thinking that way, it becomes a reality. Uh-huh. Like, right? like my mother used to say, some people are wise and some are otherwise. <laughs> well, that's true. They're either wise or ignorant. And I'm not saying ignorant as in stupid. I'm just saying they're ignoring what is truly going on. So therefore, they are ignorant of the facts. Exactly. Not well, in the sense that they're stupid or anything like that. That's not my meaning behind that. Yeah. There's a reason they call it a boob, too. Yeah, that's true. And it is a bunch of BS. You're right. (laughs) Yeah. I haven't had a television at my house since the digital thing took over where they made you get a box to hook up to your TV. How many years ago was that? Yeah. Since when? Everything went digital. Oh, that was what, three years ago? No, it was before that. Well, they switched it over from analog to digital, I think it was uh, three years ago, possibly four. Are you kidding? It used to be analog, then it went to digital which they're totally making everything digital. Right. And uh, that way they can, well, with what they're doing here and there with the holograms and stuff, uh, you ain't going to be able to tell the difference. In the broadcast that they show on TV, some of those were made six months ago. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Because I saw the program the other day, the very girl was on there. She had a she had a white dress on and things like that there in a thing. But the next morning, that very same girl was like three or four months pregnant. Now, how could that be? It's like uh, immaculate conception. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, uh, I understand that be 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 totally. You know, slim down in one instant, and the next day she looks three. Or, I mean, she's got a belly and like three or four months pregnant. And I'm thinking, hold oh, up, on here, something ain't right here. You can tell that's that deception they're putting out there. 
And people yeah. don't catch on to that. Yeah, they're all hypnotized. Yeah, instead of, you know, really, it says we have eyes to see, but we don't see. We have ears to hear, but we don't hear. Because they're hypnotized. Uh, there's something about the flicker rate of, of the television. It puts you in an alpha state. Yeah. Well, uh, I understand that. I mean, if you, I mean, like the scriptures when uh, Yahweh told Abraham, lift up thine eyes, Abraham. I mean, if you turn your eyes upward, used to a 15 to 45 degree angle, you trigger alpha theta mm-hmm. in the mind. I mean, mm-hmm. and, uh, and you can, you'll be able, I mean, and you're able to receive answers and stuff from the, you know, the higher state of consciousness and mind. Your God. That's so. why when you, see, when you see a little kid, a lot of times when they're young, they mm-hmm. autom- when you ask them a question and they turn their eyes upward, mm-hmm. what do parents tell them? Don't do that. The answer is not there. Yes, it is there. It's really there. They're going by what they knew before they came here. See, from the from birth till about six years old, they're walking in that divine realm. It's when they start going to school and the things that the parents are teaching it mm-hmm. are are they schooled away from all of that. Mm-hmm. And they forget where we came from and who we are. Because you, I guarantee you, you take a two or three or four year old child and you ask him a question and when he rolls his eyes or she rolls her eyes upward and she's triggering alpha theta and the question you ask her or him, 10 to 1, she's going to have the correct answer. Mm-hmm. And you go, how, how did she do that? Because they're still walking in that heavenly realm. They're walkers in two worlds until the system starts taking control of it and changing it. And if you don't believe me, you can ask just about anybody that understands the mind and things like that. Even uh, if shrink rat's still on her, I'm not sure. He could probably tell you the same thing. No, he's not on. But, I mean, that's the way it works. And we are uh, a, a male and female combined as a single androgynous being. We have a right hemisphere of the brain and we have a left hemisphere of the brain. The the left hemisphere is called the man, the conscious mind, and the right is called the woman, the subconscious mind. Mm-hmm. And when we read the scriptures, when it talks about the right side or the east of Eden, it's talking about the right side, which is talking about the subconscious mind, the woman, the hidden aspect. But it takes the male and the female or the both sides of the mind to become as one in order to receive the manifestation. 
they have to be in agreement as one. Mm-hmm. That's why they say in the kingdom of heaven, there's no marriage. There's neither male nor female because mm-hmm. we're combined together in one body and one being, not only spiritually, but also physically too. Right. You can ask, you can ask the medical doctor, you're both male and female. You got half your father's chromosomes and half your mother's. Mm-hmm. And a man is, uh, the male aspect, the physical male, has a hang down, and the female has a, you know, it's inverted inside. Mm-hmm. But it takes the two to make a manifestation of a child. Mm-hmm. As mm-hmm. above, so below, as within, so without. That's yeah. what that's what it says in the ancient text. Even Hermes Trismegistus said that, and, and you know. And so did and so did Bruce Jenner. <laughs> well, I understand, <laughs> but I think in some instances, I mean, he, he's going to do what he wanted to. But in some instances, I think he was wrong. Because he had children, and that's kind of hard for your children to get a grip on. But that was their father, and now he's a uh, turned himself into a woman physically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, that would it's hard to grasp for anybody. That, I think. Would, that would be difficult. Well, like he told his one daughter, he told her, "I'm still your father." And he's a woman. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That uh, a young kid. That's hard for them to understand. I would think that would kind of warp their understanding a little bit. Yeah. Well, I know some. I know some women who are very um, masculine, and they dress like guys. And, you know, they're just basically men, only they don't have wieners. Well, I, 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 I can understand that. I mean, I mean, you know, like, uh, what is it? Uh, Shakespeare said, life's a play and we're all the actors in it. Right. But I mean, I think when you start messing with creation, you were intended to be one thing, and then you make yourself something else. I mean, I think that's when you go against the divine law of what is. Right. You if know society, what I'm saying? If society would take their mental hands off of people's lives, people could be what they were instead of what society wants them to be like. You understand? I think that psychologically, um, well, there's a difference between men and women, but spiritually, you know, uh, says that there is no real difference between. Uh, uh, you're correct, but what I think with some of them that actually turn themselves the way they turn themselves or. Yeah. Uh, and I'm not knocking anybody, you know. I'm not trying to judge nobody. Right. That that are homosexual or 
you know, whatever the case may be. Right. Uh, I think that in their inner thinking or their mind, they're confused. They're looking for that hidden aspect of the true creator, whether it be the feminine half or the masculine half, whether it be in a woman or a man. And they're confused even though they're portraying those um, attributes of that. You know what I'm talking about? Well, DNA has measured it out to say that all life came from one womb. No, I understand, but but I'm talking about when how they they when they go to the psychologists and other people, they tell them well, they feel that they're a man or they feel that they're a woman or whatever the case may be. Right. I think that's their deep inner searching that's got a grip on them, but they're mistaking it for a, a physical attribute of something it isn't when it's something that uh, it's really a deep yearning of finding that other half of itself. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That we're makes sense. Male, we're both male and female. That but that, sense. you know, I don't have no, uh, how can I put it, I don't have no desire to be no woman. I'm a man and I have masculine features and stuff like that. And I desire a woman, but that doesn't mean that I want to be a woman. Right. You know what I'm saying? I think they, it has to be a difficult. It has to be a difficult journey to uh, be uh, have something messing with you to the point where you get your genitals chopped off and all that kind of stuff. That's got to be a deep, a, a deep situation. You know what I'm saying? No, no, I can understand that. But what I'm what I'm trying to say is. I think if if it was explained to them from a, a deeper understanding, from a, a how can I put it, a spiritual sense, yeah, that you know what I'm talking about. Maybe there wouldn't be as much of that stuff going on because they're just confused within their mind. Right, and and they're playing it out in their physical bodies. Right, but uh, I I think if it was really explained to them and they could grasp and see that, I think that they could be converted in their heart, like it says, which is the middle subconscious mind, where they see the truth that you know two men don't work together like that. I mean, it doesn't go together. They right, cannot right, create right. anything. Biologically, biologically, the charge is positive, and two positive charges will cancel not, stuff. Out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not cool. Um, but like uh, Norfolk, Virginia, right now, they are instituting this big time homosexual uh, thing in the younger elementary grades of school and I mean well, they're pulling see, they're, stop. They're they're trying to do everything they, they can to 
take the creation out of the creation and create their own, how can I put it, their own way of doing things because they're in control, they think, the the so-called leaders of the world and things like that. And many of them and the things that they believe and that they condone, like through the Catholic Church and other things, which is homosexuality and abstinence and stuff, everything that's opposite of what the the laws of creation is talking about. Right. They're trying to take the creation or God out of everything and create their own, how right. can I put it, their own paradigm or their own world of doing and way of doing things. Yeah, yeah, they want to school you completely. They want to even tell you that your gender is dispensable. They want to tell you that, oh, man, I mean, they just want to enter into every arena that they can. But it's going to backfire on them. Well, no, they really don't care. If if humanity quits populating the earth in certain places, like whatever nation they want to knock over, they just tell people, hey, you can't have kids no more, like in China. Well, haven't you noticed that's why I think the Supreme Court, which is really not the Supreme Court, the real Supreme Court's in Philadelphia, not in New York City. The true Supreme Court's in Philadelphia. But everything that they're doing is a fraud. They're changing everything. What they're basically saying, the guys can be with the guys and the girls can be with the girls, and neither one of them are going to have kids. Right. So that's a way to control the population. You have to have, everybody has to reproduce themselves just to be at a standstill. No, like, I, I, had, like I, had three, I had three daughters, but if I would have just had one offspring, I would have did my part. I understand that, but what I'm trying to say the system or the controllers that their time's coming to an end. I know that, but yep. uh, but what I'm saying with the things that they're doing, I mean, look at Codex Implementarius mm-hmm. and these other things, the Agenda 21. Both of them says in those things that they put together that they want to eliminate mankind by ninety percent. Right. You know, the Georgia, Georgia Guidestones. Well, I understand, but what I'm trying to say is that this is the way those people think, and and they seen that that wasn't working, even though they're trying to implement it. They figure, well, the best next thing is to to you know make it to where the 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 gays and the lesbians and the others which I'm not knocking anybody, I'm just speaking from my own perspective, that there two men can't have a child and two women can't have a child. It takes the man and the woman. Right. As long as they let that go, what what does that do? That curbs the population growth, which is 
you know, they were trying to eliminate 90% of it this way. They just let it run rampant this way, and none of them's going to have children. It'll eventually get down to where mankind will be uh, extinct, probably. Yeah, I don't think that... I know that's not going to happen, but I'm just saying if if they had their way. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. If they could, they would uh, pare us down to hardly anything. Then they put chips in our brains, and we'd be like robots if they could do it. But they can't. They can't do it yet. They're trying to make it go in that direction. However, I don't, there's too many uh, of us that know better now. I mean, we'd have to be really, 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 really behind uh, in our thinking not to know what's going on. No, I understand, but like it says in there, you know, that there is no weapon formed against us shall prosper. Right. They cannot they cannot do nothing to us unless we do the allowing. Now they may try to force the issue and uh-huh. do things like that. But if we lay hold and stand on the the divine truth of what is and the truth of creation, I believe that you know, what they endeavor to try to force or do will turn around upon themselves. That they they cannot, they will not be able to do that to us. Because it, there's another scripture in there that says that a thousand will fall at our right hand and ten thousand at our left. But only but with only our with eyes, eyes shall we see it. Behold the reward it shall of the not come near us or our dwelling. We have to consent to it. You're right, 27. You know, and the way, and everybody says, well, I didn't say nothing, so I didn't consent. No, if you follow along with what they're doing, you consented by action, not necessarily speaking it out. That's the same as as saying it. It says, do as they say, but don't do as they do. Uh-huh. Reason you do as they say, if they're if they're trying to round you up and do hurt or harm to you, you just do as they say and follow along till you see an opening that you can get away. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Don't you stand there and say you can't do nothing to me because they'll probably shoot you dead right there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He says, "Be wise as a serpent and harmless as a dove." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Play the game. Yeah. Play the game. Silence is consent. That's true. Well, it's uh, it's a very, very interesting paradigm we're living in right through here. And what were you saying the last call about a 700-mile-an-hour wind? What about that? Is that well, well, they've been talking about it here and there on very scarcely on the news, but there's other documents that come out from the uh, the let's just say government entities 
and I'm not going to go any further than that, oh. that that they're talking amongst themselves, but it still gets out. Uh, that the winds are, they they tell you the weather's going to start ramping up. Uh-huh. And uh, just today I heard that they're talking about possibly on land, not just in the water, but on land, winds getting up to 300 miles per hour. Okay. That's like a hurricane on land. Right. And they said uh, about a week before that, uh, one of our NASA documents said that the winds could possibly get up to over 700 miles an hour. Yeah. And everybody said, there's no way it can. That ain't never happened. Well, what did the Creator say? There's a time coming that has that's not been since, since the beginning of creation, mm-hmm. nor ever will be. Mm-hmm. It's coming on at this point in time, so people better wake up. I mean, yeah, I was thinking about that. I couldn't get that out of my mind. 700 miles an hour, that's going to knock everything over. Well, I understand, but you know about that planet, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you seen that uh, thing? Uh, uh, they, they've they got about 40 different names for it. It is the planet Nibiru. It is planet X or the 10th planet or whatever you want to call it. Uh-huh. And it, the thing is, there's a, a gentleman, his name is Gil Rosard, and he set out to disprove that uh, Nibiru planet was just a bunch of hogwash and mumbo-jumbo. Right. Okay. And by him doing it, he found out that it wasn't, that it was a fact. And he, what he did is he, he can prove it by the ancient text, Mm-hmm. And also by the scriptures, also by science, and also through mathematics. And uh, there, he's got a, some videos out there he's put out there. And he'll tell you, I set out to disprove this thing with everything I got. He said, but he said, I'm here to tell you it's a fact, folks. And it's called, you can probably look it up on YouTube, it's called... Um, Planet 7X. I saw that one. Okay, he said the reason you call it 7X, he says, why do you use the letter 7? He said, because that planet is seven times bigger than our Earth. Mm. Mm. And he backs it up scripturally and with the ancient texts and scientifically. He's got scientific documents where he went over to China Korea and also Japan and other places where, I mean, right. there's a lot of data there. Right, and if, right, you listen right. to, if you listen to what he's saying, I yeah. mean, it'll make you think. And by the weather ramping up like it is and, the, and it, you know, the animals beaching themselves and dying. Right, right, right. It's due to the electromagnetism of that planet in our solar system. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I was the, thinking, too. Well, even the scriptures talk about the animals dying and and uh, the 
the water turning, uh, you know, you know, black and a whole lot of things. I mean, yeah. it's all there in the scriptures as well as in the in the um, ancient texts. If people it take wasn't time that to long ago. It wasn't that long ago that there were like thousands of birds that just fell off the sky dead, and thousands and thousands of fish that just were floating on top of the water. Uh, well, it, it says it's gonna that the that the the waters are gonna give up their uh, what do you call it the the uh, animals and things from the oceans. It, you know, it says that it's it, it's it's gonna give it up. It's gonna they're gonna die and you know mm-hmm. I'm not using the correct word, but you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, they're going to buy the farm. Oh yeah, like he says in the, he said that thing's due to uh, come on the on during Passover, which is March twenty sixth of twenty sixteen. Okay. And well, he said, I was like I said, I couldn't get that out of my mind. And if we have a 700-mile-an-hour wind, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go outside and jump up in the air. <laughs> well, see what's happening when that that planet's coming, which you can check this out. The Earth is slowing down. Okay, when when that planet comes between the moon and the Earth, what's going to happen is... The, from the electromagnetism, okay? Right. Uh, when it passes by, the the tail of that thing is plasma. Okay. And the Earth is going to go through the tail of that plasma tail. Uh-huh. And with, with our, uh, what do you call it, our, our, you know, the North, what do you call it, the, Covers the shields the Earth from the sun. Uh, uh, our magnetic uh, uh, shield that's around ozone. the Earth. Ozone. No. Ozone. Yeah, I, I know the name of it. I, I'm just trying to think of it. I'm thinking too many things at one time. Well, what's going to happen? The ozone when we, layer. Well, when we go through that, uh, the 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 shield that's around the Earth from the magnetic poles, the uh, what do they call aurora boris? Oh. They said you're going to be able to see that from the North Pole clear to the equator. And as you're going through, as you're going through that plasmatic field, you know it's going to light up like a rainbow. You're going to see, you know, the the colors of the rainbow. And he says, as you're going through that field, the the sound that the earth is making and that the force of that, it's going to sound like trumpets going off. That's why you hear this, the sounding of the trumpets and this and that. All that I mean, it's, there's light, just a bunch of... Light and sound frequencies are yes. the whole holograph is made out of. I understand, but like they're saying, the tail of that uh, 
planet is not gravity. Mm-hmm. It's plasma. Mm-hmm. And when it, when our Earth goes through that, it's uh-huh. going to cause the you know the the colors of the rainbow. They said you'll see it from the North Pole clear to the center uh, to the equator and things. And as it's going through. It's going to sound like trumpets going off because of the plasma and some other stuff, that, what's going on with our earth. Mm-hmm. But our earth, as we're going through there, the earth is literally going to stop uh-huh. until it comes out of that. It's still moving through it, but mm-hmm. then it'll, the earth will stop. That's why the sun's going to... Well, there's just a lot of things. You have to watch and see what it's talking about. That's going to be very far out. Well, right. I mean, there's a lot of information there, and it it explains a little bit more of Revelation, and not only Revelation, a lot of the what the prophets were saying. You know, like the long day of uh, Joshua. Right. You know, how, the sun, how the sun stood still. The only way the sun stood still was the earth stopped spinning. Right, right, right. Because the long day of Joshua, they're talking about that's the last time that planet came through there, and it's came through several times before, after that. Right. And it it happened during the flood of Noah. And there's just a lot of things. If you watch the information that he's got, and he'll tell you how he dug it out and how it kind of all fell in place, not only from the ancient texts, but the scriptures, and mathematically and scientifically. Mm-hmm. He said he set out to disprove it. He thought it was a bunch of hogwash. Right. And he said the right. more he dug, the more he found out it was a fact. Right. He examined the ancient texts of lots of different cultures, well, yeah, because the ancient text is actually where they got the scriptures from. <laughs> mm-hmm. But if but if they watch it, like I said, it's called uh, Planet 7X, and the guy that come up with that information, his name is Gil Brozard. Right. I checked that. I checked that YouTube out. Gary sent that out, didn't he? He sent it. He sent one out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But there, uh, believe me, there there's a lot of things there. Whatever I mean, happened? Whatever happened with that? I don't know that flat Earth thing that uh, was trying to uh, gain attention. It is a flat it's Earth. A flat Earth. We are on a flat Earth. It's not. It's not like people think. It's not. It's a disc. It's like like a CD, so to speak. But it's got a it's got a dome over it because of the uh, how can I put it the the poles they they cause like a force field around there to protect us from the radiation and things. Okay. Even the scriptures tells you that it's a flat Earth. That's but it is circular uh, as far as like a spinning top. Right. Right. 
I wanna I wanna look at that again. Well, that's why they don't let certain people go to uh, well, what is it, Antarctica and other places like that there because there's things there that, and uh, I think that there's a treaty, a world treaty, that that the people are not allowed to go there, and they won't allow them to either. They'll let you go so far, but they ain't gonna let you go too far. Yeah, because you'll come back and spill the beans, right? Yeah, well, if you ever wonder why the one they call the Messiah teacher said they took him up to an exceedingly high mountain, uh-huh. that he could see all the kingdoms of the world at the same time. Uh-huh. How, if it was round, how could you see on top and on the sides and on the bottom at the same time? Right. But it's also it's also talking about within our mind, too. Mm-hmm. But there's just a lot of stuff there. That we've been lied to about a lot of stuff. Yeah. That is just amazing that they could lie about the... the <laughs> they could lie about the shape of the planet. I saw I saw a video where this one young guy was looking... Uh, at Google Earth, and he said that NASA used the same photograph yes. over and over and over. Yes, ma'am, and I guarantee you, if you look at every picture they have of the Earth, it's all the same. It's the same one. Yes, ma'am. If you look at it, it's the same picture. Oh, man, I tell you. I know it sounds crazy, but it is the, I mean... No, it's not so crazy because they're nothing but a bunch of liars, and I can't figure out exactly... I mean, it's not about money. I mean, of course, they want every resource available. Uh, There's something else to all of this. There's... else to all of this. There really is. I mean, there's a lot of things that they're not telling people. I mean, they're really not. I mean, because there's stuff, if you knew, I mean, you would think it was something out of a sci-fi movie, but it's an actual reality. Well, they're telling us through the movies all the time. Uh, They're giving us the heads up all the time about uh, what's really going on. It's written into their code of ethics that they can't do anything unless they give you a warning or tell you, you know. No, I understand, but if you look at the ancient Celtic traditions and stuff, you know, uh, their sacred tree, I believe, was the oak or the olum, or they Uh call it the holly tree. Yeah. What do they call, what do they call California? Up there. Hollywood. Hollywood. The holy wood. Holly, uh-huh. holy. Hallow. Hallowwood. Uh-huh. They're telling you things in a in a roundabout way, but it takes the initiated or the ones that are looking to really see what's going on. 
they're putting out the truth like like the Matrix. They're telling you what's really taking place and, you know, are you right. going to take the blue pill or the red pill? thing about it is, thing about it is, okay, now, by some, by some miracle, everybody, <clears throat> everybody tuned in and became conscious of the way things really are, and then, okay, we're done with the system, today is the day, we're not going to deal with the system anymore, what are we going to replace it with is the thing. We have to, we have to study to show ourselves approved. That's what the even the Messiah teacher was telling. Don't just he didn't even want us to take his word for it. He just said, you know, you know, you have to know, you have to understand, you have to believe. He said, according to your faith, your understanding, be it done unto you. Uh If you believe that it is, it will be that way. If you don't. Life's going to go on the way you've been going on. Mm. It tells us in our study to show ourselves approved. How do you approve yourself? A workman rightly dividing the word. Here a little, there a little. The Old and New Testament as well as all these other areas of the world, the other religions, the other, uh, you know, it can be found everywhere if you look. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But see, the so-called powers that be, the governmental system, did everything it can to burn the libraries, to hide things and switch and change it and rephrase it, give you a little bit of the truth to make you think it's the truth, but uh-huh. put their own spin and twist on it where it's not right. Have you ever wondered why they said in the scriptures, they're like sheep being led to slaughter. Mm-hmm. Right. You're you're like a sheep that's listening to that preacher, and he's leading you right to your death. Yeah. No, I'm serious. I've confronted what, what that. Place, what place does that have to be in there? They, but it sounds good, and it sounds like it goes along with the other stuff, but it doesn't. What they're basically telling you up front and center is we're leading you down a path where the end is destruction and death. Uh-huh. And even the scriptures say, there's a way that seemeth right unto man, but the end thereof is destruction and death. Literally, they it says are going to lead you into a concentration camp. They have signed up churches to deal with uh, when the people rebel or want to uh, have civil unrest or whatever. These churches <clears throat> have signed on. It is the National Council of Churches, and I've confronted I've confronted people in the hierarchy of different churches. I said. Uh, I'm trying to get a handle on the National Council of Churches. What do you? What do why, you why, 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 why bother with that? There, you know. I understand what you're saying, but if yeah. you focus, if you focus on that, that's what's going to be. I mean, if you look what's happening, you know they're going to attempt to do all that, 
Uh-huh. If we if we keep our mind on the true divine laws of what the, what it's telling us, and we see in our mind's eye, you know, the way we want it, and with this planet coming in, it's going to, I mean, you talk about a tribulation, it's going to do a whole lot of stuff. And it says that there's going to be a whole lot of people that are going to check out of this place mm-hmm. it's because they have no true understanding because they they think that they understand and they're following and, you know, they're in these churches and stuff. These churches are what's going to get them killed. Yeah. Because they're believing a lie. Because Christianity is a Catholicistic mm-hmm. made up by uh, John Constantine from 325 A.D. Mm-hmm. during the Nicene Council. He termed that coin Christianity. Mm-hmm. And he really used that word to to, to gather up a lot of the mm-hmm. true believers. That's how he was able to put them to death. He would tell the people that were well, those are the Christians, mm-hmm. and he had them fed to lions, and he killed them by the millions. And then he turned around and got an apparition in his mind and said, "Well, now I'm a Christian." You know, it, it's all a bunch of bull malarkey. And believe me, I was one of them. I was, I was a minister one time. I, and I, I thank God I kept studying and looking. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm not trying to tell people what to believe. We mm-hmm. need to check it out for ourselves and look for ourselves. Because if we don't, believe me, we ain't going to make it. Everybody thinks they're going to rise to meet Jesus in the air. They need to look and see what it's really saying. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The, the Messiah teacher that they're calling Jesus, he said in it over and over again in the in the four Gospels and the other places too, when he said, Father, I thank you for those that you have given me and that you have not taken them out of this world. Because if you're taken out of this world, you're dead. Right. You know, they need to stay in this world, in life. Because if you're not in this, if you're not in life, you're in death, you're taken out. Mm-hmm. And they're going to rise and meet Jesus in the air and they're going to go to some new Jerusalem. They need to look what it says. The kingdom of heaven, or the new Jerusalem, which, Yerusalem, which mm-hmm. means God, you know, rules in peace. Mm-hmm. That's what Jerusalem means, that God rules in peace. Mm-hmm. The, pe- the peace is within us. We're the temple of the Creator. That's where it is. It's within us. He said, the kingdom of heaven don't come with observation. You can't see it, and you ain't ever going to see it that way. But he says, lo or look, I'm telling you, the kingdom of heaven is within you. It's inside of us. That's where the holy divine creator dwells and lives. Mm -hmm. 
And then when we become a potius, or what they would call an apostle or a potius, that means those that have Godhood or Godhead realization, that they're able to understand the true knowledge of the laws of the creation and rule and reign and create just like the Creator does right here and right now while we're on earth. Mm-hmm. He, he told us in the beginning in the Old Testament that we're the God of this world. He created it, and we're made in his image and likeness in this three-dimensional realm. And therefore, we have to do as the Father does and become just like him to conform to the image of the dear Son. The one they're calling Jesus, his name was actually Emmanuel. Which means in man is the hell or the ever living. Mm-hmm. He's already in us, or we would not be alive. Right. There's nowhere where this spirit does not exist. I agree. And there's no place that we don't exist either. Everybody keeps talking about mm-hmm. we go to this dimension or that dimension or that dimension. We're in every one of them at the same time, just as the Creator is. There's no place that we can go that we're not. The only thing is, we're focused on this three-dimensional aspect while we're here. Right. It tells us that we were predestined from the foundation of the world, but it also tells us that we sing at the dawn of creation. Now, how can you sing at the dawn of creation if you were not there? There. Right. You got to be there. Yeah, we were there and we are there and we'll always be there. We're always going to be. But yes, time is an illusion. Time is an illusion. They've added it. They have added time into the illusion. Yeah. Well, it says in the scriptures, God, he alone hath immortality. Well, if you're a son and a daughter of the Creator, and we're made in that image and that likeness, and the Scripture says more in the Old Testament as well as the New, I said that you are gods, but you will die like men for the lack of understanding. You don't understand. Mm-hmm. We've always been as the Creator's been, and we always will be. Mm-hmm. And that's why it tells you in the Scriptures, when you come to the true knowledge and understanding, the last enemy to be defeated is death. Why? Because you understand the truth of what he was talking about. Mm-hmm. You come to that Godhood realization is that you're never going to die. But you have to understand that. Mm-hmm. My people perish for the lack of knowledge. They don't understand. That's why they die. Mm-hmm. Well, they're not really dying as much as they're just leaving their bodies. Well, I, I understand that. They're not going to be... They're spiritually, they can never die. Right. Now, this body will put on the corruptible 
will put on incorruption. There are those of us that can stand this body for ages after age when you understand, but mm, there are those that hasn't come to that understanding. But the ones, that's why he said, though he were dead, those that died, mm-hmm. yet shall he live, what he was saying. Even though they died in the body, they're still mm-hmm. alive. They're just in in a, in the spiritual sense invisible. Mm-hmm. But they oh. will turn. They will turn around and be reincarnated and come back. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And a lot of people say, "Well, I don't believe in reincarnation." Well, how could the Messiah teacher be incarnate if he has not reincarnated before? Mm-hmm. I mean, they, they they really need to do some studying to find out what words means. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a lot there, and you ain't gonna learn it overnight. We've been at this at this uh, almost thirty something years, and I'm still learning. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's deep. It's it really deep. is, but we got to realize who and what we truly are, and we are both male and female, whether people want to understand that or not. Not I was, and it, I was it just reading us. something about the first person that lived and gave birth did not need uh, did not need sperm because it was it was uh, generated in their bone marrow as a hermaphroditic entity. I and they did not have a menstrual cycle, but they had a womb. This person had a womb. The first person was a woman. It yeah, wasn't the a woman, guy. It the woman came before the man. Right. Because the uh, because of the how can I put it. I know it says in there that Adam came and they put him to sleep and they took a rib out of him and this and that and the bone marrow and all this and that. Yeah. But it ha- you have to have a womb in order for something to come forth. Right, and exactly. The, the woman, that's why if you look back in the old ancient texts and everything, they talk about the goddess and the high priestess and that a pharaoh was not a pharaoh if he was not married to the proper woman, which mm-hmm. he had to be a high priestess and mm-hmm. the true knowledge of understanding, which I think in ancient times, and even now they call it Sophia, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. is wisdom, knowledge, mm-hmm. and understanding. And even, well, let's say, Judaism passes everything through the female and not through the male. Because the woman has a womb to birth the offspring, and she is basically the one who teaches them. Well, it teaches the children. Right. And not only that, it says, it says the woman, she is the mother of all life. Mm-hmm. And also, it works that way spiritually, too, if you look at it. You've got mm-hmm. the conscious mind, which is the 
what we call the carnal mind. Mm-hmm. And we got subconscious, which we call the enlightened mind, mm-hmm. which is the hidden aspect, which is called mm-hmm. the woman. Mm-hmm. It takes both the male and the female combined and conjoined together to bring forth a manifestation. Now, the con- the, the conscious mind uh, wants something or desires something, and it impregnates the subconscious mind by, in its mind, seeing it, oh, I want that, or I want her, or I want this, or I want that. And he really gets into that emotion of it, and therefore through that, the subconscious mind, which they call the woman, says, hey, my husband really wants this thing. He's the male. He's He really wants this, so I have to give it to him. Mm-hmm. Or he may be cussing, or he may be doing this, or whatever, and he says, well, he must really want that too, so I'm going to give him an ass whipping. Whatever you call it, it becomes. If you call it a blessing, it'll be a blessing. If you call it a cursing, it'll be a cursing. Right. And even Moses said that. I've said before you, life and blessing and death and evil. I would that you choose life and blessing, but nevertheless, you choose. It's your choice. Mm -hmm. And every idle word we speak, we have to give an account for. Mm Mm-hmm. So we have to watch what we say, and it even tells us that in the New Testament. The Mm -hmm. tongue can set on fire or destruction the very course of nature. Mm -hmm. We have to guard over her, the woman, the mother, to make sure what we put into her, if we want a blessing, we got to put a blessing in her. If we want a cursing or we curse someone else, She's going to give it back to us, even though people think it might go to the people that we're cursing or cussing out. It's not. It's coming back to us because we can only get back what we give out. Mm-hmm. That's why you hear the little children, even now, they, they'll tell you, I'm rubber, mm-hmm. you're glue. Whatever you say bounces off of me and sticks to you. Mm-hmm. It may sound funny and crazy, but it's a fact. Right, right, right. You get what you give. Yeah. Yeah, You think it's going to them, but it's not. It's coming back at you. That's why it says when we put something out there, it's so long a coming back to us that we forget. Mm -hmm. But all all the time it's on that will, so to speak. What goes around comes around. But the only thing is it's coming up from behind and you can't see it Uh until it's there. And then you're in the thick of it. What what does the scripture say? Goodness Mm -hmm. and mercy will follow you. All the days of your life. And mercy. If if we are in right standing or in a right frame of mind, but if we're sitting there cussing someone out or hurting or harm someone, That's why it says love your neighbor as yourself because Mm -hmm. you don't want to go up and beat on somebody or slap on them. You don't want them doing that to you. Mm -hmm. You got to give one back. Right. You got to do what you want people to do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. If you give out dirt, you're going to get dirt back. If you you give out goodness and blessing, you're going to be blessed. 
Yeah. Um, getting back to that hermaphrodite thing, uh, the first person was a woman, and I read this. I think I read this. Well, it, it, was, created, it, was both, it was both male and female in the... Psychological, spiritual sense, yes. But yes. in the physical, she was able to produce sperm. But well, she was, here's she was both. She was yeah, both. Yeah, yeah. But, but uh, the female but was... Men, uh, but men weren't... But men weren't walking the earth. Okay. It was, it was, first, it was first this woman... Okay, so anyway, um, this is just an interesting thought, um, that she created a man because she wanted, you know, she wanted herself and, and have this guy come on the scene so that he could provide and protect her. Well, no, no, not necessarily. They, it was the the true us is both male and female. We cannot be separated. That's why it says in the kingdom of heaven, you're neither married or given in marriage because you're one and undivided. You have a male aspect and a female aspect of you, and through that. That's how we're we're able to create as the Creator does, because the Creator is male and female. Mm-hmm. It's like androgynous homorphodite, not as a physical person, but we are physically both male and female, and we have the half of our father's chromosomes and half of our mother's. But yet, we, uh, you know, we are both, and a doctor would tell you that. But when when they're born, it's like you said the the you know the X chromosome and the Y chromosome. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's how they know if it's going to be a male or a female. You're right. right. It was both entities. But when the the woman was first, because it was the womb that brought forth the male, and mm-hmm. what she was doing, though it created the female. What was happening? She wanted a male to her other half. She was physically in a fleshly temple. Mm-hmm. Her other half was still there, but she wanted it to be where the other half physically would be there. Right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? Even though she was both, and it was both. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. As the woman, she could not create by herself. It took the other half mm-hmm, to do mm-hmm, it physically. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, that makes sense. Yes. Yeah. That's why we have what we have, and it tells us in the scriptures: as above, so below; as within, so without. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's why when you hear White Wolf talking about, you know. A lot of people think we're talking dirty because they're talking about sex and this and that. And if they go back to the in the scriptures where they're talking about the upper room, mm-hmm. the apostles and Mary and them were at, they'll find out it, they weren't in there having dinner. 
they were mm-hmm. having an agape love feast. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And people mm-hmm. need to really do some studying to find out what that love feast was all about. It wasn't in there breaking bread and mm-hmm. crackers and drinking wine. Mm-hmm. You know what? We got we got somebody who has fallen asleep on their phone. I can hear them breathing and snoring. You should. Uh, mm-hmm. You hear it? You should mute mute the phones or whatever. Anyway, I'm going to get off and go get a cup of coffee. And I got. I'm working on some software that is. Uh, I'm getting a handle on it though. I got this graphic art design, graphic design software that has been giving me the blues. So I have to stick with it, but I'm gaining on it. I'm going to put you. No, I understand. We've been on there about three hours anyway. So, like you said, uh, I'm going to. We'll end the call. I was reading what 27 says unlocking the genetic engineer's ancient. Came to uh, Remus Storehouse, the Lord of the Rings. There's a lot of truth in some of that there in those books. People just need to really do a lot of studying to really see some of the things. You just have to have an open mind and not be afraid to go look. Right. In recent years, these people who are producing some of these films are really putting out a very rich spread. Yeah, you know, with the Matrix and uh, Lord of the Rings, and they are to they are to look watch Interstellar. Yeah, yeah. Interstellar uh, will show you some things too if you really watch it and listen to what they're telling you. Yeah, I saw that one too, where the guy came back to the earth. Mm-hmm. Uh, he went, he went through the black hole. Remember yeah. Murphy before he ever left? Mm-hmm. What he told her, you know, because he thought she saw mm-hmm. things being knocked off and moved. Mm-hmm. 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 And she told she told her she told her dad not to go. Mm-hmm. She said, "Dad, don't go." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When all those things were happening, she said, Dad, that was you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This stuff that's happening, that was you doing that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was a tiny little figure behind the books, on the bookshelf. And yeah, that they, that, her that attention was a ghost. And it mm-hmm. wasn't. It was him because, you know, there's no time, space, or distance. Mhm, mhm. Wow, that was really that was really mm-hmm. interesting. Yeah, that's Rocco asleep. Huh? That's Rocco sleeping. Uh, Rocco, you, Rocco. <laughs> I'm out of here. I'm gonna go get a cup of coffee and get back to work. All righty. Shalom, prosper, and be in good health. Folks, I believe we had a good time and hope to see you back here same time uh, next Sunday, same time, same place. 
We love each and every one of you. We'd love to have you come back and hopefully participate in the call. I mean, you can call in and ask questions and, you know, be a part of it. That's what this thing's all about. Or you can type it in and we'll read it to where people can, uh, you know, we can all benefit from it. And I, with have that, been, I have go been the word uh, with some of the new mm. associates that I have been running into uh, because they have uh, they have the ability to enter into mm. this conversation beyond a shadow of a doubt. They're ready for it. They could even come in here and do teaching. From an interesting perspective, too, these people are uh, thinking and they're based in their divinity. I'm really enjoying some of the people that I'm meeting. Well, that's a good thing. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty cool. It's like um, what I have been working on for a little while, manifesting people in my, you know, I would rather manifest great minds than money. I would rather, (laughs) I would rather meet the God out here than meet somebody who's just so loaded. Although a bunch of money wouldn't hurt. But, I mean, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Well, money is just a medium of exchange, you know, and that's fixing the, like they say, pass away. I mean, yeah. in, the, in the earlier days, it was asses, camels, and goats. Then it changed uh-huh. to, you know, the copper and silver and other things. Then it comes up to our damn time as, you know, copper, silver, and gold, and paper money. But... uh all it is is a medium of exchange, and the only reason it's worth anything is because people believe it is. Yeah, I'm working on a barter network. I'm I'm brainstorming with some of these people to get a barter uh, online barter thing going. If we can find, which we can, we can do anything we want to do. We can find people who are. Um, you know, just people who have skills and they're like I could use a plumber and I could use a a, a, a builder because I'm doing renovation. I could use this and I could trade my my skills as an artist. And but it wouldn't be so much different than it is trading these paper debt notes back and forth amongst ourselves. This way, well, uh, I could understand that. Yeah. But like it says, look what it's—I mean, look what it says. Even in Revelation, they're going to beat their weapons into plowshares, because it, what that means is they're people are going to wake up to see that war don't prove nothing, don't help nothing. All it does is harm people. And uh-huh. what they're going to do is they're going to have to come back to the family unit and to the, you know being their brother's keeper and us working together and doing the things that we need to do to help one another. Mm-hmm. And, you know, giving of ourselves, not that we have to try to keep up with the Joneses 
and things like that. That is a fallacy, a farce, that something that really is not. All mm-hmm. that does is cause hate and contention and many other things. And foolishness. So, no. so here's the deal. We're going to lay down our sword and shield down by the riverside, right? <laughs> <laughs> We're going to study for no more. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm telling you, we have to go back to the brotherly love and our ancestrally love, the same thing. But mm-hmm. I'm just saying, we're going to have to help one another and care for one another and do for one another for this to have a, you know, a blessed life while we're here. None of this, you know, haves and has not. Everybody needs to have. It may not be, you know, a whole lot, but everybody, at least everybody has, and they're able to get by and live and do the things they, you know, they can do. Uh, we're going to put you in the barter network, and you can come in and give everybody free electricity, and uh, then we'll trade you, oh, I don't know. I'll come to your house and paint a mural. Okay, and then we're going to get J.D. We'll get J.D. on the line, and he could make us some, uh, oh, jeez, I don't know. He can put shoes on our horses <laughs> and, <laughs> and make us some uh, wood-burning furnaces and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, every one of us, you know, I know we're somewhere down the line we got a talent somewhere, and we're just going to have to learn to use them. But with that, I love you, sister, and I know we've been on air a while, and I know people are probably ready to, like you said, have a cup of coffee or relax or possibly go to bed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. With that, I love each and every one of you, and thank you for coming. Hope to see you here next Sunday at same time, same place. And hopefully we all join in and get involved and, you know, come let us reason together like it says. That way we can all grow together. And with that, I'm going to end the call. Shalom, prosper, be in perfect divine health. Good night, same, everyone. Same same in your direction, my brother. Thank you, sis. Shalom. Talk to you later. Okay. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.